Blog Talk Radio. It's time to strap our boots on. This is a perfect day to die. Wipe the blood out of our eyes. In this life, there's no surrender. And there's nothing left for us to do. Find the strength to see this through. Hello, folks, and thank you for coming to the special edition of the Bard's Logic Political Chalk Show on this Friday night and the growing conservative conversation and also part of the Patriot Journalist Network. And you can find the Patriot Journalist Network by going to www.patriotjournalist.com. And I tell you what, what a show we'll have tonight, uh, both informative, uh, maybe in some parts maddening, and uh, fun, I think. But uh, I tell you what, it's going to be an interesting night, I think. We're going to be talking about communism, capitalism, and the Illuminati. Uh, talk about the recent developments uh, about Bill O'Reilly being fired. Uh, we'll be talking about that in our second segment. And also we'll discuss uh, about some of the folks who uh, the, did the unfounded uh, accusations. Uh, I tell you what, that's going to be the frustrating part for me, that, that, that second segment. Because I tell you what, I am really ticked off because I am sick and tired of uh, Republicans and conservatives just buckling, you know, under political correct and, and just, you know, some pressure. Uh, I tell you what, folks, the liberals are going to win if, if, if we keep this up, you know, as conservatives. And so we'll be talking about that in the second hour. And then, of course, you may have known that the uh, FBI is actually being sued uh, by an organization uh, that we'll talk about uh, later on tonight. We're going to uh, work on trying to get some of them on. Uh, as well, and so we'll uh, be uh, getting that uh, going on uh, for the third segment about what and what they are suing the FBI for. Uh, so, and so we'll be uh, discussing that tonight. Well, it sounds like we're going to have a full show. Uh, but first, let's go ahead and welcome our friend uh, Dr. Tolbert uh, to begin our conversation, uh, namely about uh, the Illuminati tonight. And first, I uh, want to welcome to the show, uh, Dr. Tolbert. How are you tonight? Thank you, Robert. I really appreciate it. You know, it's a subject that I have been teaching and talking about for several years now, and it's an interesting subject because a lot of people do not know, first, what the Illuminati is, and they don't know how it ties to other words. And so what I'm going to do first is I'm going to lay out some words. And I'm just going to start with what is called the One World Power, the Jesuits, the Illuminatis, the Freemasons, the Knights of Templar, Scale and Bones, Sharia Law, Islam, the United Nation, Black Movement in England, ISIS, Black Muslims, Black Panthers, Black Lives Matter, and Mohammed. Now, People might want to know why I'm laying that out, and then I'm going to segregate that into three major powers. It's going to be one world power, communism, and ISIS, or Islam. So those are the three key ingredients 
that everything that I just stated comes together. The Illuminati, accordingly, was formed in 1929 during the Depression. And it was formed in order to how do we maintain and gather capital in order to control the world. Many people don't understand that the onset of the Illuminati's was to formulate and gather everyone from all the nations as what we're seeing what is happening today in the UN, the United Nations. Uh, We're seeing it uh, throughout the different countries. And they think that it is separate from other areas. Now, what we know is that the Illuminati formation can even be tied back to the Trump family. And even though this goes back into the 1869s when the Trump family was in Germany and the Illuminati's were formulated, we can see that the dates that they use in one area of 1929, how this had already been formed and how this was already being put together to formulate one world power. Question is, though, if, in fact, the Illuminati's are the one world power, how does two other major secret organizations fit into that? And that brings us to the Jesuits, which are the Rothschild and the Catholic Church, which, by the way, the first pope, Francis, in 2013, was the first Jesuit uh, pope. Uh, So that kind of puts him to that category. It also takes us to the Freemasons. Now, what we know about the Freemasons that people may not realize that the Masons in Russia during the Borsnik conflict, if you were not Jewish, you were, in fact, killed, murdered, or executed. And people may not also know that Russia has the highest number of Jewish people. Now, what we just found out, of course, that the Jehovah Witnesses have been told to close down a number of their organizations. So now we're looking at the Freemasons and the Jesuits and the Jewish and the Illuminati's. They tie together. A lot of people don't think they do. But when you go back and look at the history of the Illuminati's, now let's take it and go one step farther. Let's take it back into the 620 A.D. and let's look at the Islam. And Islam had the conflict against the Jewish, or even though they say the Jesuits did not get formed until a particular time, we can actually trace their history even farther back. So when we talk about the Illuminati's, are we going to question how and what they're doing today? And there are going to be people in the audience who have never heard of any of this. There's going to be people in the audience that has heard of some of this. And there's going to be people in the audience that know a lot about one of the subjects, but may not tie all the subjects together, which by coincidence on Twitter today, 
we had a uh, Mason Temple uh, uh, follow us on our Twitter account after posting the show tonight. So now, how does that tie into the next one, which is the skull and bones? Now, what we do know, the two two presidential candidates belonging to the skull and bones, which was Obama and Bush, both of which were Freemasons. And now we're finding out also that Trump is a Freemason and also his family ties tie back to the Illuminati's and the one world power. Now, on one side of the issue, we're seeing that Trump is doing a lot of good as the president of the United States. In fact, the article that we wrote about the Veterans Administration and giving them the ability to go outside of the clinics, uh, the clinics uh, the president signed the day before last, and it is just about mirrors the article we wrote two years ago on the uh, veterans having uh, PPOs and HMOs and not having to go to a clinic. So we're seeing a president that's taking action, then in certain areas, that are have a positive impact. But what is the long-term goal is what we don't know. If, in fact, he is a member of the Freemasons, and if, in fact, he is a member of the Illuminati's, has he been placed in position to move us toward that one world power? We can get into the conspiracy theory that we talked about last week, of course, with Russia and the United States which is communism, the Judaism, the Jesuits, uh, the Masons. We can get into the articles of communism with China and the one world power. And we can go back and we can tie little pieces together that are too many coincidences that would make you wonder about why there is a possibility that these different organizations, which are be hidden. Now, one thing that people may not be aware of is that when the Titanic sunk in 1910, there were seven members of the Jesuits on the board of that ship. And the reason that that ship uh, sank and these board members died is because of the wanting to put together the Federal Reserves. Now we go back to Federal Reserves is owned by the Jesuits, which takes us back to the Catholic Church, which takes us back into the Masons, which takes us back into the Illuminati's. Jefferson made a clear statement. If the, banking st- the, if the banks are controlled by one group of people, we lose. If there is only two political parties, we lose. So what we're seeing and looking at today is not just the word Illuminati and how they were formulated in order for one world power and how it started the First and Second World War, how the Bush family's money went into supporting the regime of Hitler, how the gold and all the money from Hitler's regime went into the church and how the church controls now our federal reserves and how that the civil war that we had in America, how the banks in England and the Jesuits funded 
and took a hold of, and we then incorporated the United States, and in its incorporation, we then no longer own the 10 square mile. So there's a really big picture to look at here when you take the terminology in Illuminati. Can't just separate it from all the other elements that are surrounding it and have a great probability of being part of everything else. So, Robert, I'm kind of going to leave that there for you and then let you pick up something you might want to ask on that subject. Well, one of the things I uh, want to ask is, uh, one, if you could give, uh, you know, because I've heard, you know, Illuminati's been around for a while. Can you get tell us the history? Do you, I mean, I'm, I'm presuming at this point by asking this that you know. Uh, the history, the foundation uh, of the Illuminati, you know, where they started, uh, how long ago, you know, they started, and, and where did they spring up from? Yeah, well, uh, allegedly, and again, we, uh, we, we go with allegedly, that it was started in 1929, and it was started by well, a member. I thought they were way before that. That's why I asked you that, because I thought the Illuminati were like, you know, hundreds, if well, not much longer, much older than that. Well, they are, but that's where we have a problem, because what they're doing, the Illuminatis were actually around during the time of the um, 620 A.D. They were around through that period. But what, what happens when you do a historical background and you look at the elements of the Illuminati, what they're trying to show you, and you've got to be careful what you read, that in 1929, a gentleman formulated this and became the banking system and formulated the Illuminati's. But what we know that if we go back to other historical data, that no one can pinpoint an actual time frame, but we can show the Jesuits, which they're trying to tell you was formulated in the 1528 time frame, we know that even that was formulated back during uh, when Islam was born. So there are no accurate data because of its secret society giving you confirmation that you can say that this is an actual date other than they're tracing the history back to one man and they're showing you how that one man uh, was the, uh, you know, the background of it. We we We've actually posted a couple articles uh, on our website under CFA, uh, excuse me, call to duty dot um, org. And we went into the background and history as what is being searched. If you look up the names, but unfortunately, Robert, what's happening is that there is no code. There's no actual facts that we can sit there and say, these are the dates other than what we're finding. Uh, when we wrote our original articles and we did our talk shows on this, we found that we can go back many, many years and, and find that even in the 620 A.D. time frame, uh, we know that um, Ireland is the home base for the Masons. We know Ireland is the home base for the Illuminatis. Uh, we know that Rome is the whole base for the Jesuits. But unfortunately, we can't give a actual time frame as we can maybe even though they're trying to tell us in 1830s 
you know, is when the Jesuits got really desperate and when they faced a lot of problems, uh, there is no factual data on when the actual one world power took place prior to the First World War. And that's when it really took the big hold. That's when they decided they were going to form a group of individuals. And what they were going to do is pit the Jesuits against the communists, uh, against the Muslims. They were going to have these three factions fight each other, and then they would be able to take over one world power. So that's when they became more predominant in the role of world power. So that's the date you have to look at when did the wars start and what took place that was done intentionally to take us to one world power. Does that make sense where I'm going with that? Yeah, I'm just uh, referring back to an article that you sent me, actually. It said uh, the New World Order, Freemasonry, the Jesuits, the Illuminati, and the Catholic Church. And it talks about, uh, you know, how they came over, I guess, from the old world and came over here. And, and it's mentioning uh, Plato's philosophy. Okay, the Atlantean legend. Somehow it has to do with creating a new Atlantis. Do you r- recall that article that you sent over to me? I think that was one of yeah, the essentially. Yeah, that, that's on our website, and that's under the uh, article, The Formulation of uh, Communism in One World Park, correct? Okay, can you touch more on that? I'm, I'm kind of interested in the, the whole of the new Atlantis. Okay. Uh, let me give me Thank one you. second here. I'm just pull it up real quick. And that was where, where we went into the world power and its relationship to communism, correct? Right, and here's the, and it's not a real long article, it's, it's interesting, uh, and I've got it here, and so I'll go ahead and, and read it here for the audience, and what I'm also going to do, folks, is I'll have this article posted on the uh, the Barnes Logic uh, site uh, there on Facebook, we just go to the page, uh, the Barnes Logic little talk page, and you can uh, read the article there if you're still listening to this on the on the podcast. Uh, yeah, you can look at that as well. Yeah, and that's where they set the date at 1776 in Bavaria or in Germany, which traces the the history back to what I was doing with the Trump family in 1869. So that traces it all back to each other. Go ahead. Okay, so let me uh, let me let me pull this up. I've got Cindy on the line. There we go. Uh, Cindy on the line. Cindy, we're going to go ahead and uh, bring you in momentarily. Um, once I can get this thing to post, um, there there okay. we go. And you know, it states here it says, and it, 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 I found it interesting. This is an article I guess you guys did in October 2012, uh, where it says Lucifer, the supposed illuminator of mankind, is also also has a secret plan in the earthly sphere of a world domination that has been handed down through the centuries through occult societies. According to Masonic sources, uh, the most important mystery of secret societies is an ancient plan uh, passed down for thousands of years by old traditions for the establishment of a world government, a universal democracy, a new Atlantis. Uh, So the new world order, as it is commonly called, is the concept of a model society with an enlightened world government. And this model, Christianity and religion, is subsumed into a philosophy and illumination of the mystery. 
Now, I'm, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go down this article and you can kind of explain some things uh, for me. Uh, now, two things. One, of course, we all know about the city of uh, Atlanta or the, the island or city of Atlanta, whatever. But when they're talking about the mystery, what are they what are they talking about? Because I was reading the article, uh, you know, they, they mentioned that a few times and didn't, it didn't really elaborate on what those mysteries are. Well, it's kind of the same thing what they do with the Jesuits and the Masons. And so the mystery is that the group of individuals that are members of this society are hiding their intent through political government and business uh, endeavors. So when a person takes a position in a corporation or in a political arena, their intent is to do away with, and we saw that clearly with Obama, where the United States Constitution would not be relevant. So if we took and had a world trade or if we had a world legal system, you would then be headed by the Illuminati's, which would be the one world power. So every time it mentions the mysteries, they're actually not stating that these different government organizations or members of the Freemasons or the members of the Jesuits are actually working together in order to control the world. Now, you're correct. You know, we can, and this is what I was saying earlier, we can trace the history back thousands of years. And there are articles that are very profoundly stating how the Illuminati's and how they was trying to take over and how they went into different things and how they controlled the economy. And, and we saw different people trying to, by war, take over nations. Well, what they learned, though, that if they do it through the banking system and through the uh, political system, they could have more control than they could by actual going to battle. So we're seeing a change of how they're going about to take us to that one world power. And that change actually takes place in the 1900s. So when we go back into the 1700s, or we go back a couple thousand years, you know, it's like people don't realize the Jesuits and, and Islam fought each other. And they think the Jesuits only as the federal reserves, or they think of them uh, an off-centered part of the church. Uh, but it was again, the same thing. They don't even realize that your current pope is uh, going against Christianity, and he's actually uh, moving you toward a one-world power. So there's a lot of tie-ins. So every time we work with a word, we have to, can we associate it with something else? And these are the mysteries of everything that's going on. When Trump was giving certain signs during the presidential acceptance, there were signs of the Masons and also signs of the Illuminati's that they are associating through different people looking at his gestures and what he has. Can we say that he's directing us toward a one world power or are we going to make the assumption that he is in fact the candidate or president that's going to lead us out of where we're going? If we take that these coincidences, him being Illuminati and his family being members of it, and the fact that he's a Mason and we tie it together, we have to start questioning where the government is going. 
Are are you kind of with me on where I'm going with all this, Robert? Okay. Yeah, and I'm just going to refer back to the uh, this article later because I'm going to go ahead and uh, have Cindy come in. She can give her uh, addition to commentary on that. So let's go ahead and welcome Cindy. It's great to hear from you, Cindy. How are you tonight? No, we just lost the call. And you know what? I know what happened. She probably put herself off of mute and accidentally hung herself up. I've seen uh, yeah. her do that before. So we'll go ahead and bring it back in. Because, you know, it continues on. It says there are two variants. Uh, one is the New Age movement, which seeks a one-world religion and social order based on revival of the mysteries. Another is a radical atheism which seeks the destruction of all outward signs, uh, outward, I'm sorry, destruction of all outward religion in a communist society. But let's go ahead and bring in Cindy. So it uh, looks like we can get her back uh, on the line. Thank you very much, Cindy, for coming to the show. How are you tonight? <laughs> Thank you. Um, hi, Dr. Tolbert. Good to hear from you, buddy. Um, Good. Thank you. Um, well, what I know about the Illuminati um, I have learned from listening to other people, for instance, like Dr. Tolbert. And there's a lot of people on the Internet that talk about it. Um, Karen Schoen has given me a lot of good information. And the one place where I really trust the information I'm getting is from Pat Robertson because he has had hundreds of people research this. He's written two or three books about it. I think he wrote one called the the Illuminati. Just the whole thing is called the Illuminati. I have two of his books, the New Millennium. Actually, I have three, but uh, regarding that topic, it's the New Millennium and um, the New World Order. Um, are and I'm trying to remember back because I read those books several years ago. So I'm trying to remember back and and try to determine what his take on when the Illuminati began. But from everything that I've read and put two and two together, um, I see through the years a rise, fall, rise, fall, rise, fall of the power of the Illuminati. I believe that they started during the Roman Empire. And I believe that they are the reason the Roman Empire collapsed. I believe that when they collapsed the economy of the Roman Empire, they did exactly the same thing they've been doing over and over again um, in order to do two things. Um, They're still hoping to have a one-world government. Uh, They'll get that under the Antichrist. It's coming. Um, And um, which proves to me that their theory is going to work. Um, And then the other reason that they do it is because it is a financial bonanza to them uh, to be a part of this new world order. And from what I can tell... Real quick, Cindy, because I want to get this question while I'm thinking about it. I mean, you know, back in the, you know, back in the Roman times, you know, you know, you know, 1 AD and, you know, around this time before you know, the fall of Rome. I mean, Rome at the time was the closest to the Roman Empire is what I mean when I say Rome. Rome was the closest thing. Maybe you could clear some to up for me. Order. 
Well, yeah, Rome was the closest thing at the time to a new world order. They almost had it. I mean, I mm-hmm. mean, they basically they owned almost the whole known world. Why would the yep. Illuminati, if, the, if their goal was a one world order, why would they do? Why would they destroy that? I'm going to go back. Why would they want? Because why the would people they want had the too much crumble? freedom. Because the freedom, the people had too much freedom. They were not able to complete their um, their plan because Romans were free like we are. Basically, they had many of the same rights that we have. They had uh, an economy that uh, was was booming. Christianity was blossoming, um, and then. <clears throat> And then you had the corruption of the priests, and uh, they worked with the uh, Illuminati political elites and those people and the economic elites. And when they worked with them, now listen, I am, I have no proof of what I'm saying right now, okay? So please understand that. This is my theory from reading what happened in the, in the, in the fall of Rome and from reading things that have happened since then, um, it, it, it appears to me that what actually happened was that this was going on even then. And we know that the, the priests became corrupted because they started trying to control the kings and the queens, the emperors, you know, everything for the next thousand, thousand years um, uh, had a lot to do with the Jesuits and the, the Pope trying to control things. Um, so I'm looking at a theory that I cannot prove, but if you look how things went down the road, and just think of some of the things that Dr. Tolbert just said, um, they 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 work a certain way, and this this way usually works, and that's the reason why the elites, according to Lindsey Williams, and we'll get into him later, but according to him, which I'm still not quite sure I can trust what he says, but anyway. According to him, the elite um, of the GOP party and those in the world who get along with them, those people believe in the the way to get it done is through banking, price the um, price manipulation of gas and food and all that kind of stuff and and um, uh, the stock market, you do it through um, the price of gold. You Financial do it, institution. Yeah. yeah, you do it. You do it through all these peaceful backdoor means. Okay, uh, property values and, and devaluation of currency, interest rate, all of that is used. Okay, they are the one side of the Illuminati, and then there's this rogue side. He's the that's the part that George Soros is in, and all these elite Democrats like Pelosi and Schumer and all those types, those, those ilk, okay? And what you have is these two groups opposing one another in only one thing. They all want the same goal, but they pose each other in one thing, peaceful or violent means. The Democrats and the Soroses want to use violence in any way that they can. They want to use both economics and violence. The the other side doesn't really have the stomach for that and they don't they believe that if they allow that to go 
ahead and get out of it will get out of control and then it will come knocking on their door that the people in the violent you know the people that they it's like you're you're creating a monster when you start in, inciting violence okay and they're afraid that they're actually going to be the targets of that if anybody should find them out know where they live blah 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 okay so if you go back to the romans that that's where I see that people, that ilk, um, was not getting done what they wanted to get done as fast as they wanted to do it. And so they tried to put people into slavery again and hope they would go from there, which if you look at how Europe, you know, turned into the kings and the, the monarchies and all that, it sort of looks like it started to work, but I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, and and Cindy, when you when you get into that, you have to go into a little more of the Pope who just is a Jesuit. You have right. to get into the fact that if we control the banking system, we control the one world power. And then you have to look at the importance of why Rome failed was because it went to atheism and the Christian communities went in there and broke up the atheism. Now we have a Supreme Court hearing about the rights of a Christian school getting funded, and the courts in the Supreme Court are going to decide whether or not that is a violation of the First Amendment because of the misinterpretation of Jefferson making a comment of separation of church and state. It is not constitutionally correct. So the issue would be, and if the courts rule in the favor of non-funding, that means they would also not fund the police. They would not fund the other elements. The gay community also filed a petition against the courts that no Christian teacher could wear a cross inside the classroom. So if we move ourselves toward atheism, we move ourselves toward the Illuminatis, the Freemasons, the Jesuits, there's only one power that stopped it in the Old Testament. There's only one power that's going to stop it in the New Testament, and that's mm-hmm. going to be God himself. So if yep. the Christian community overrides the Illuminati, if they override the Jesuits, the Masons, the communism, the socialism, and all these other things that we mentioned— because remember, these people, according to the article even that, that Robert is looking at, which was the one uh, that was sent is beforeitisnews.com, and it was an article on the Illuminatis, and they did the same thing I'm doing. They tied together the New World Order, Freemasons, Jesuits, Illuminati, and the Catholic Church. So the thing is, when you speak Illuminatis and you go back to the Roman Empire or you go back to 1929 and when they tried to take over and you go back into the 1800s of the Jesuits and you, you go back where the Freemasons and where they're located and you have to you have to say, is this a Christian issue or is it a issue of anti-Christian? The Illuminati, I think it's a freedom issue. I think it's a freedom well, it's issue. Right. I the think it's people who want liberty, people who want liberty, uh, win it back. They win it back from the Illuminati for, for a temporary amount of time, and then they lose it again from complacency, just like we're about now, to do. 
and that's where we're at in America well, let, right well, let's now. Let's go we ahead. Well, at this point, at this point, Fitz, let's go ahead and, and let's hold that. Let's go ahead and get Susan's point of view. That's uh, good to hear you uh, here on the show, Susan. How are you tonight? Susan, how you feeling, hon? Oh, tired. <laughs> Aw. I'm alive. Well, we're glad to have you, hon. I was wondering if you'd make it. I don't know how long I'll be here, but um, <laughs> what are we talking about? I thought it was about uh, the Illuminati. Oh, so I we've got we multiple. Bill O'Reilly. Oh, we will. That's going to be in the second segment. I, you, 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 you got to push the one on your number dial. So I was presuming that you wanted to, uh, you know, speak on this topic. Uh, no, I, I just got a couple things for the Bill O'Reilly stuff. Okay. Um, well, yeah, we'll be doing. We'll be. We'll be, yes. We'll be starting out at the top of the hour. Because I tell you what, that's you know that really has me going, and, and I won't spend much time on it in this segment, but. You know, it just yeah. seems like you know, they they just they just buckle. I'm I'm just getting sick of seeing uh, conservatives buckle all the time over the you know contra- over controversy and political correctness, and they buckle. And we're gonna we're gonna get to that, Susan. Uh, so let's go ahead and I'll keep your mic over just in case you want to chime in. Uh, but we'll go ahead and, and bring it back to uh, the you folks. Now, one of the things I thought you know there might have been. Uh, Maybe an an infight, and I think you were kind of alluding to it, Cindy, uh, where they were talking about, you know, you've got a group in there who wants to have, you know, a one-world government, one-world power that is based off of atheism, and then I think you have another side uh, within that organization, you know, or or a group, whatever you want to call it, uh, that's actually saying, no, we don't want to have one-world religion, and maybe that's based off of, you know, someone's interpretation of Christianity. What's your thoughts on that? Well, I think, I think you're right. I think they want a one world religion. Um, what, whose religion it's going to be, um, is anybody's guess. It could be Islam. It could be some form of Catholicism. It could be, well, it could just be anything. But when, when you, when you try to take all the world's religions and roll, roll them into one, uh, if it's got its own doctrine, that won't work. So they're going to have to use a conglomeration of something, or they're going to have to say, you'll be in the world church. And, and it doesn't matter what denomination of that world church you're in. You can be in the Muslim denomination, the Hindu denomination, the Buddhist denomination, the Christian denomination, the Protestant denomination, Catholic denomination. It doesn't matter which denomination you are. You're all under one church. We're all one people. Remember, we're, there's no borders. We're all one citizenship. We're citizens of the world. And so we're citizens oh, of our world <laughs> church. And, you know, I, I, Soros being at the top of this, this rogue group of, that wants to do this whole thing violently um, being half Jewish, but only secularly. He he hates Jews, really. I don't know how he can keep from hating himself, but <clears throat> he doesn't like Jews. And so he he um, uh, his religion. He would want absolutely no religion, or he would he would accept something like this, you know, one world religion where everybody just is under the same umbrella and nobody really. Um, 
can claim to have the truth, you know. He probably wouldn't mind that. He'd love to have strictly atheism, and maybe that's what his side of the rogue side of this uh, elitist organization, the Illuminati, um, that's probably what they want. That's their goal, you know, not just the one world order, but to have no religion whatsoever so that, you know, they 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 claim that all the world's major religions, all, I mean, all the wars ever created were created over religions. Well, I don't agree with that. I think borders has a lot to do with that. But anyway, um, so they'll blame, you know, all the wars and all the uh, poverty and all the, the the environmental the environmental collapse, everything, you know, global warming. It's all going to be blamed on religion, you know, according yeah. to them. Yeah, what they're doing, Cindy, is they're actually taking religion and using it for a door to bring the Christians into and then convert them to atheism. So when you looked at the Freemasons, they formulated it as a Christian organization. They formulated it as a Christian organization, but they, in fact, were not a Christian organization. And members joined it thinking that they were going to be part of a Christian and only to find out that it truly was not and that they were going against it. So, you know, you have to keep tying those words together, the Jesuits, the Freemason, and the Illuminatis. And you would think, well, the Jesuits are Catholics. That makes them Christians. But now you got a pope who is saying the Christians are causing the problems and not the Islam and not the Muslims. And he's your first Jesuit, which is part of your Federal Reserve, your banking system, your world power, the ownership. And you go into Russia, highest number of Jewish people who killed all of the non-Jewish people that were Masons. You go into all the other factors of why did President Trump have the uh, president of Ireland uh, come to him and talk to him, and we know that, that Ireland is the home base for the Masons and the Illuminatis versus England, who was taking on a different direction. So you have to sit there and bring this all together. We can go back thousands and thousands of years historically, but what you have to do today is from that 1929, from that First and Second World War, I mean, we can go back how the Catholic Church wanted to own the United States against Portugal and against Spain and how they took over control of it. We can go into the 13 colonies and the writers of the Declaration of Independence the majority of them were Freemasons and probably Illuminatis, but they wrote the Declaration of Independence. We can give all this background information. The question is, if we move the trade agreement and we take and open that door, if we don't control the borders the way we should according to the Constitution, if we allow Islam to come in America, if we take and understand that the Pope is not truly a Christian, but has a, 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 a demeanor that's leading us from Christianity, now you're heading toward that one world power. Question, is the President of the United States intent to follow through from what Obama was doing and moving it further, but using a different tactic to do it? Um, yeah, oh, absolutely, but see, Obama is of the you know, a lot of my stuff I, that I, I, uh, 
my information I get comes from uh, this Lindsey Williams guy. So let me just talk about him for a second, and I'll tell you why I think he's he's the one that says that, um, well, he was a chaplain to some big oil executives up in Alaska for several, for many years. This is decades ago, I guess. Um, but he's no longer in Alaska. He's no longer their parents, uh, their pastor. But according to him, he's still in communication with at least one of these families, these big, rich oil families. And apparently, according to him, uh, one of the rules of the Illuminati is that before they make a move, they have to let it be known somehow to the public, either through a movie, through a TV show, through Lindsey William himself. Somehow they leak the information to people, okay? Um, they, 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 these people actually called themselves Christians. That's why they had a chaplain, Lindsey Williams, Okay. But to me, they're just Christians in in uh, to use it as a name. It's 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 a uh, you know how some people just go to church to make business contacts, or you know they go to church because someone expects them to go to church, or they want right. They want the yeah. They want the facade. They want the perception that they are Christian. Okay, because it means something for them in their popularity or their. Um, their, their, um, you know, what people believe about them, you know, they're more likely to have respect, uh, and people listen to what they say. Uh, so anyway, um, it, it makes it look like they are, you know, Christians, but they're not. The Pope, I believe that the Pope we used to have, the, the John Paul, the, the Polish guy, I believe that he was a true Christian. And, I think a lot of stuff he did proved that he was not part of the Illuminati. Um, and it's kind of strange. It's kind of like, how in the world did he get there? You know, how did he get elected by the bishops to be um, Pope or, or the archbishops? How did he get there with these thoughts? And I'm not sure that he, they, maybe he didn't even know what he would do. Maybe God got a hold of him because he truly was a Christian and made him do some of the things he did. Um, I don't know. But the the fact is, since then, since he has died and, and we have this new guy, we have had nothing but New World Order crap push, pushed on us. And the thing is, the world in general, when you look at Christianity, outside of the United States, it's not Protestant, it's Catholic. And so Correct. the Pope still has a huge grip on the church in the world. There's there's so few of us uh, Protestants out there that, you know, truly believe in, in the, libera- the liberality of the Bible, you know, rather than the yeah. strict regulatory, you must do it this way, you must do it that way. And if the Pope says you don't eat meat on Friday by golly, you better not eat meat on Friday. You know, that that sort of thing is what the rest of the world is under, and that's what they will listen to. They're going to listen to him. And so he is busy pushing this New World Order crap on all the the Catholics around the world, and they really don't know how they're being manipulated, but they are. Yeah, and, and- yeah, and Cindy, I mentioned that he's the first Jesuit, and you may not be aware of this, but I'm also a pastor of 501c3, and I have degrees in theology. 
So I'm well aware of what's happening with the Catholic Church and what's happening with theology and atheism and, you know, and how it mm-hmm. does tie together to where we're going right now. Another factor people don't know is seven generations of uh, uh, of, of uh, uh, relationship. Obama is related to the Bush family, which is related to all the majority of presidents that were related to the king in England. And this all ties together the fact that the Obama and Bushes are both bones and scale. They're both members of the same organizations. And even though we think of Obama as being a Muslim, and we we have that facade of where he's going, and we know what Bush did with the Illuminati's in the 1929, 1940s with the First and Second War, and how he tied that together. So you have to look at, and now we go into the fact that we know that Trump was related to families of the Illuminati's in Germany and the formulation in 1929s and in 18. 50s. We know how that was all formed. So when you go back to historical data, forgetting the fact that someone uh, has looked at this particular group, you know, are they looking at the whole group? You know, I have a doctorate degree in education. I have master's degrees in theologies. You know, I read and teach uh, all these other areas. But what I'm seeing, a in America, I'm seeing destroying our churches. I'm seeing that our public school system is no longer allowed to teach. I'm seeing that our political arena and the Supreme Court is losing its power. I'm seeing us head to one world power for our court system. I'm seeing our president who comes out with things that we believe are good for America, and then he changes it. For example, he went to China and said, if you intervene with Korea, we will allow you to sell more goods, but we're going to go against Canada now. So, you know, there's, there's a change of what he said he was going to do to where he is doing things. And is this all, again, the facade, the Catholic Church? Uh, they brought members of the world together by saying you cannot have birth control. So the Catholic Church multiplied by birth of having six, seven members of a family of children. Well, the Masons, the Masons, the um, Islam came out with the same principle. They told their families every seven years the husband would take on a new wife. He would have two or three children for his one wife. He would then divorce her, take on the second wife, the third wife, the fourth wife. He would have 20, 30 children. So he's following the doctrine of world power that was done by the Catholic Church. So Dr. Tolbert, you just... Yes, Dr. Tolbert, by that, you just converted me to Islam. There we go. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I hate to tell you this, but I Every, every seven years. Well, I mean, is that where the term seven-year itch comes from? You've heard of the term well, seven-year itch? Yeah, Maybe. It's every seven years, yeah. And well, I'm going by, on well, by, yeah. well, by I'm going God, on you're going on your eighth wife? I'm going on my eighth wife, Robert, yes. Wow! And I, no, just... <laughs> and I teach and I teach marriage counseling. Well, my husband. Well, I say. Well, I mean, well, I mean, well, I tell you what. I, you know, I've studied these different religions. I'm hearing about these different politicians. I'm like, 
Man, I don't know whether I he, he, now I'm torn. I don't know if I want to be a Muslim or Muslim, whatever I call it, or or I'm actually thinking about what was Romney. What was Romney? Uh, he was uh, he was Mormon. Mormon. He was a Mormon. Mormon or a Mormon because through my understanding, if you're a good Mormon, when it's your time to go, and you're a really good Mormon, you get your own planet to rule over. <laughs> yeah, That's got to yeah. be pretty right. dang cool. I want well, to be. I, that, so you are, I get. You are I get. I get. Mul- I get multi- yeah, you're the you're god of the planet. How how yeah, awesome is well, that? Yeah, <laughs> well, if it was true, that would be great. Yeah, yeah and Man, I want to be. A, you know, maybe it could be a Mormon Muslim. No, I could call myself. What, what? What do you belong to? I'm an M M&M. and M. I'm a Muslim. Yeah, I'm a Muslim Mormon. I'm, I get. I get. Yeah. I get a wife every seven years now, and I get a planet when it's my time to go. Man, I tell you what, yeah. sign me up. Yeah, Islam, the man that dies gets virgins after his death. He gets multitudes of virgins. That's yeah, there's totally probably a reason they're all virgins, though. You know, I mean, yeah. so. Strange <laughs> yeah. what's going on. No, I see, Rubio, I, I see I the a, comic, I a, and I'm just going to make this brief. I'm, I'm just going to make this brief. Point. I did see this comic. Real quick, and I'll let you, I'll let you get to this point, but I want to get this out real quick. I seen a comic one time where this, uh, and this was shortly, not shortly, but it was a little time after 9-11, and, you know, there was a lot, you know, stuff going out there about, uh, you know, suicide bombers, stuff like that, and the virgins and stuff. And so you got this uh, this Muslim guy, right? He's uh, he, he killed he killed himself by blowing himself up, you know, to be a martyr. So he goes to heaven, you know, and he sees all these girls that are they're butt ugly, all of them. All there's 72 women there, butt ugly. And he's looking at the guy next to him, you know, like, what is this? How is this my reward? And the guy looks at him and says, "Hello." He said they're all going to be virgins, and the reason for that, or something like that. So, <laughs> but anyway, go ahead, uh, Cindy, with, with with your point. Okay, well, the way I look at it, from what I hear the different people saying about uh, the Illuminati, and uh, there, there's like uh, membership qualification, okay? What, how do you get in? I mean, obviously people aren't living a thousand years, okay? So you're going to have to replenish yourself with new, with new blood and uh, new people in the organization that, you know, are willing to keep your secrets, can be trusted with the secrets, uh, are rich enough uh, to be there. And so how do you find new memberships? There's like a qualification list. Um, there's several ways you can get in. Uh, you either have to be so rich that they can't ignore you when you, at, when you knock on the door and ask to come in, or you have to be a politically powerful elitist, somebody like McConnell and Pelosi. You can be a politically, uh, excuse me, you can be uh, in the banking elite which is what I believe Romney's wife, I mean, not Romney's wife, but um, what's his name's wife? Who was the Bruce. wife that was, huh? Cruz is the, in charge the, of the money coming in from other countries. Yeah, yeah, Ted Cruz's, yeah, Ted Cruz's right. wife uh, among the banking elite and supposedly in a leadership position in the CFR, okay? Um, right. You can have, and, uh, one of the qualifications is that you are old money, Okay, nobody that, you know, makes a, a fortune in, in, in a month is going to get in this organization. 
Uh, or you so I can't win the lottery and join up? No, sorry. You're out. You wouldn't uh, the media money. elite. The media elite, of course. Now, um, you might be Catholic, but it's not necessary. Um, they'll take you uh, uh, Jewish, Catholic, whatever. Um, <laughs> but so then you you have to ask yourself, well, Trump pretty much could be in the Illuminati if he wanted to. All he's got the qualifications are, are there for him. Um, is he one of them? Well, well the record say he is. It would have to be, I, I think he'd be voluntary because, or you remember, uh, Robert, how I used to say during the election cycle before the election happened, I said either Trump was going to be a godsend for us or he is the biggest, he is the, the most successful uh, backdoor elitist puppet that the there has candidate, been. basically. The Manchurian candidate, exactly. It, it's got to be either one of the other. So um, <clears throat> if you don't want to be in the club, you don't have to be. But if you if you want to be, you have you have to you have to tote the line. You you tote the line. You 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 are one of them, and you say what they want you to say, and you do what they want you to do. Um, and then if Trump is not, if he has voluntarily not signed up for the club, which um, I think might be likely, he is, then he is as hated as he appears to be in the media. Okay, and, and, and some that's of why these I think he's hated. People, <laughs> yeah, well, some people who uh, could qualify for this elite type, you know, for the Illuminati, are actually working against them, and and so it wouldn't surprise me if Trump was one of those that was working against them. I mean, we'll just have to see. Whatever, you know, you you look at what he's done in two, three years, then you'll know the answer to that. I would have no doubt at all, except that he just endorsed Paul Ryan's health care plan. He promised us he was Did going really? to repeal. He said he would repeal the ACA. Oh, I'm completely. sorry. I, I thought you said Rand Paul. You said Paul Ryan. Yeah, Paul Ryan. Ugh. Not Rand Paul. Paul Ryan. I'm sorry. I got excited <laughs> when you said Rand Paul. Paul. Rand Paul got one. He said yeah. Very similar, very similar names, right? Okay. No, he endorsed Paul Ryan's health plan. Remember, he said, "Hey, if you don't pass this plan, you're still under Obamacare." Remember that, like that little threat thing. That's very Democrat. You know, that's a very Democrat thing to say. But anyway, he promised to repeal the ACA completely. He did not do it. Ryan's plan did not do that. Was he deceived by maybe his progressive son-in-law? Either yes, which means he's not necessarily going to listen to us, or no, he planned all along to leave the ACA just like it was with only a few amendments. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, think the, back, I think the latter. Yeah, and we go back. That he, that he planned it all along. Yeah. But the the Medicare by federal government is unconstitutional under the Tenth Amendment. Bring you back to Rubio a second with Sawyer money behind him. Rubio is part of that same Freemason, and Trump already yep. has admitted that the fact he is a Freemason. Sawyer is a Freemason. Rubio is a Freemason. So is the Cruz family. Wait, let me just say this. Let me just say this before I want you to keep going. But I had a 
a stepfather who was like a 30th, 31st degree, something like that Mason. My mom and him, if you had told them that they were part of this Illuminati thing, they would have just, oh, poo-pooed you. You don't know what you're talking about. We're just a good organization that does a lot of good things for kids. We got a burn hospital. We got this. We got that. We're just just out here having a good old time. And that's what he believed he was in. Correct. Some of them, just because they're in the Masons, I had, a, I had two preachers that were Masons. They had no idea what the Masons were really about. Right. They, they don't know what they're into. So just because Trump or his family were in the Masons doesn't necessarily mean that he's in this Illuminati group. Well, part of the article that we presented was back in the 1800s when the Illuminati's in Germany, formulated their power and was moving forward for one world power. His great-grandfather was part of that group. And so there was a historical tie showing there was relationships between him's family. And when they came into America, they they claimed that they didn't come from Germany and they hid their historical ancestries. And so there's a lot of articles that are contradicting the fact that he is not an Illuminati. They're they're actually stating not only well, is he. Well, I wonder he if he a, even knows. I wonder if he even knows that that's what his great grandfather was was doing. Um, yeah, well, I think he may know. I mean, they, they know a lot. They, he, I, I, it sounds like he knew a lot about his family history. Go ahead, Doctor Colbert. Yeah, <laughs> believe me, Donald Trump. Donald Trump follows what I do. We watch him write articles on the VA and. Ninety percent of it's an article that I wrote. We got one followers, you know, Twitter, Lincoln, Facebook. You know, we have these followers. We know that when things are written, uh, the uh, visual reality visas, uh, the the difference between the wall, uh, the education, uh, what's going on in the bills that he just signed. Too many people are telling me these are not coincidences that we've written these articles. And we send articles to his press. We send articles directly to his Facebook. We send articles and write letters to the White House. So we know that when I'm on the talk show or when we post something on Twitter, Lincoln, just like the uh, uh, the Masons are following us in many different places, uh, they want to know what we're saying. They want to know if we know what we know. And there's people listening right now to this radio show that don't want to make a comment and are staying in the background listening, there is too many tie-ins. And I was very upset today with myself because I had a lot of confidence in what Trump was doing, and I had just proved to myself today that Trump is an Illuminati, he is a Freemason, he does know what's going on, and he is heading us to one world power. Well, let me let me ask you this. Um, again, I'm going to bring up this Lindsey Williams guy again. Is he a plant for the Illuminati, or what, is he really giving their information? Do they really have a rule, like we got to let the people know what we're going to do first? I don't know, to, to soothe their conscience or for whatever reason, whatever. Anyway, back in September or October of last year, um, Lindsey Williams had an interview, I forget who it was with, and he said that he believed that uh, that that the the Illuminati had told him that uh, Obama had no intention of stepping down from the possession of the power that he had. 
that he was put in the power and he was going to be the last person in the power, and that was that. And it didn't matter if Trump won the election because the question was, would he be allowed to be the president? He he predicted that, you know, there it could be that from from outside the White House, Obama would still be able to dictate what was going to go on in our government. Well, you know, we speak. He also predicted that there was a possibility of massive unrest, riots, hysteria, uh, and I think we saw that the attempt to make that happen with the, the Soros demonstrations. But right, he's paid as, all the money for it, right? But he, huh? Right. So he paid all the money paid. for all the demonstration, and Obama right. is not part of the UN. He's going to the UN. Okay, that just you know cements the deal. But anyway, but right. just as he claims that, just like they were astounded that Trump, they, he claims that they were astounded that Trump, Trump won the election. He said that they thought they had put all their marbles into Hillary Clinton. They had put all their money, everything was into Hillary, and that she was the only one that would protect their interests when they decided to collapse the economy she would bail out the banks after they collapsed everything. She would bail everybody out and put it back on our shoulders again. And, of course, um, you know, the banks would make a whole lot of money. The United States would lose more of its sovereignty. People would be more uh, – the people would be pushed – the middle class is going to die. More more people are going to die in the middle uh, – more of the middle class will die, um, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, uh, and and – they claim uh, this guy claims Williams claims that they're they're flabbergasted at the riots and the demonstrations because they don't want you they don't want to be Yeah, right now Trump has got thirty percent of the uh, favorable, where uh, Bush was at forty one and then Obama was at fifty something during the same time period. And that we're seeing everything going against what he's doing, but isn't that a possibility that this is all just being set up to, and it's not really true numbers or not statistically proven, but it's just the media uh, taking false surveys in order to convince the American people that you have something going against the norm that the Illuminati's wanted. So this would then be a contradiction to what I just said, that he, in fact, is being controlled. Remember, the G3 controls, everybody hears of the G7 and the G10 or whatever. There's actually three major people that G20. control the world. <laughs> yeah. and, and that, and you know, our Great Depression was called because the federal, the banking system under the Jesuits wanted all the money. And so that's why we went into a depression. And every time well, we go true. into it, Everybody collects money from the big banks or from outside of the banking system, and then the middle class goes away. Right, right, or more of it, more of it goes away. Correct. So, well, okay. So here they are, and the and the the demonstrations and the riots didn't work. They didn't spread like wildfire wildfire like they planned. Okay, apparently. Uh, they were just too successful at turning our public school kids into mamby-pamby zombies, completely apathetic to what's <laughs> going on in the, in the government, okay? Because the millennials these days just don't care. 
They don't care what's happening. If they're made into slaves, fine. If they get to keep their rights, fine. Uh, I think even African Americans that suffered under Obama left the reservation. They were disillusioned by all the socialist policies because it didn't work for them. They were just yeah, as poor great. as when Obama hit hit office. So Actually, when it came time to vote for, hmm? yeah, there's a greater number of unemployed of African American males in the United States than there has been in over 50 years, based on what Obama did. Right. Well, the ones that are smart enough can figure out how to make four hundred forty thousand to fifty thousand dollars a year off the government. But if they're not smart enough to know how to do that, then they're they're not doing too well right now. And that's that's the category most of them are in. So anyway, when it came time to vote for Hillary or participate in these mass disruptions, these violence these violent eruptions that they were trying to create, they just weren't that committed anymore. You know? Yeah, and they were paid, that that was not done out of anger or frustration. They were a hard person being paid by Sawyer's, and that's exactly. why the demonstrations didn't work. Exactly, because all they did was they they tried to whip up the rest of the population, the freebies. Okay, right. they wanted to bring in all the, the the massive population of of black people, Muslims, whoever they could get in there. Um, they mm-hmm. tried to foment that into happening, but it didn't happen because the people are just totally like, what do I care? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, Cindy, I'm very active now in Venezuela. I'm working with the people in Venezuela mm-hmm. about the socialism, and they just took all the weapons away, and they just had street riots in Caracas, and I'm working with a lot of the pastors and people in Venezuela right now. And We actually yeah. started that about six months ago, and it's now – reaching its head and we're predicting that within the next year Venezuela will lose its dictatorship and and come back to its own direction. And well, you I'm know in... they thought they did that before. Yeah. I have a girlfriend down there too and she right. we communicate back and forth. And and she's, you know, they all thought, you know, she was kidnapped. Her family is right. a very prominent middle class family. There what you would what you would call here upper middle class like Maybe here the equivalent of somebody making maybe five to ten million dollars a year. Okay. Wow. She, her family, her family was decimated when that idiot, uh, what's his name, the, what was their dictator's name? <laughs> whatever, the one that died. That guy, yeah, the one that died. Whenever he came to power, um, right. he just took everything over in the private, the the private sectors and. And they just lost everything. Well, not everything, but they lost a lot. And she became politically active and was in the middle of all that uh, revolt, and she got kidnapped. Um, And when she finally got free from the kidnapping, uh, she she came here. She ran here. Um, She was able to get away and came here. And now... There, and then they thought, well, we got our, we, we we won our revolt, we we won our freedom back. They 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 um they vote for this guy, and they think he's going to be the save all. And then what happens? He he tells the Supreme Court to dissolve the Congress. So they just, or, that, uh, while their legislature month, last month they closed the Congress, <laughs> and they uh, and there they breached the Constitution. The people right. are now going against that. And I was in the airplane business for 15 years and sold a lot of airplanes to the people 
I owned my own executive airplane company. And so I knew a lot of people in Venezuela when they were mining the oil and the gold and the silver and all the other stuff. And I have several letters from several people talking about it. But the relationship to what's going on, and the reason I'm bringing it on is because it's the same direction we're heading to in America right now. We're heading toward that same type of dictatorship. And are we going to wait to where we have to riot like they're doing in Venezuela right now over these last four days? Their Declaration of Independence was on the 19th, which, by the way, was the end of the um, Passover. Their, their, uh, so their major thing that they just had took us from the day of preparation, the eight days of Passover, into the riots that's going on right now is the same direction. The riots in America are not about our Christianity and our people of God standing up, but it's the atheists and the non-believers, the Illuminatis and the other group. When are the Christians, the true believers in God, going to stand up? Because what we've done is we've caused, through our emailing, through Facebook, through uh, different accounts, through people we know, we're trying to bring the churches in Venezuela together where they'll start bringing their people back out into the community. Well, we, uh-huh. we, we're doing the same thing in America. When is America going to take hold of the fact and realize if we as believers in God don't take hold of America, we're going to be in that same dictatorship that, we're going to, that we've just seen happening in Venezuela? Yeah, and that may be a conversation for a, right now. That, that could be that could be a segment for for another time. But we we are about fifteen minutes into uh, the second segment. I, I do want to move on to our next uh, our next topic, and of course, you know the recent developments with that's how well, this really ticked me off. And, and you guys know I wasn't a huge Bill O'Reilly fan. Uh, I mean, he was okay. You know, but the, the part that gets me is once again you're finding conservatives because there's some you know there's some outside pressure who are buckling you know, you know just for political correctness. I'm I'm sick of hearing it, uh, and you know, and one of the reasons why, of course, a lot of it's about money, is that you know the, there was the sponsors who were you know withdrawing their support, you know, or at least they weren't you know they were withdrawing their ads from uh, the O'Reilly factor, you know. Well, keep in mind, here are some of them that did it, even though that some were saying they were uh, temporarily. And I might, I'm, I'm talking you know, to talk about getting rid of one of these people that I work with. Uh, now there was Hyundai, BMW, uh, Roe Price, Allstate, uh, GlaxoSmithKline, which I don't you know if anybody can really do anything about that. Uh, and then, you know, so, you know, and Mercedes-Benz. Now, I don't do business with most of those, but I'm sure there's at least one of those. Uh, in there that someone's either familiar with or does business with. And it's just, you know, because they withdraw their sponsorship, you know, instead of finding new sponsors, which, you know, would be the first thing I would want it, I would consider doing is to find new sponsors, they go and buckle under the stuff without no proof. No t- now, if Bill O'Reilly would have gotten charged with, well, you know, with something, you know, instead of just his claim, and, you know, and I've got a couple articles, you know, on this point, about you know, two of the females who, who, you know, said that, you know, he, uh, I guess, sexually harassed them. You know, one, you know, I, I think that was, um, you know, Gretchen Carlson, 
Remind, it was Gretchen Carlson. No, it wasn't Gretchen Carlson. It was the other one. Um, who, yeah, it was, yeah, it was Gretchen Carlson. Uh, who, her contract was up. You know what I mean? Her con- well, I'll read that article. Her contract is up, and now now that her contract's up, she decided to say something about Bill Riley. And then there's a Wendy Walsh, who I've got another article, and it, it appears that, you know, supposedly even after the fact where he supposedly was sexually harassing her, instead of her staying up, she still wanted to, to be on the show and, and have him help promote her book. You know, so how outraged was she then? I, you know, I think it's a big money grab. You know, I, I think especially for, you know, this is my opinion, I think especially for, you know, Gretchen Carlson, who, well, my contract's up. Uh, let's go ahead and, and, and make these accusations. You know that, you know, Bill O'Reilly or the Fox, or Fox News will pony up money, you know, and then, hey, I won't have to worry about working because I'll just do, you know, accuse them and they'll just pony up billions of dollars and I won't have to do anything. But I did, uh, Susan in the last segment uh, stated that she wanted to – I may comment on, 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 you know, the Bill O'Reilly firing. We're definitely going to have us uh, discuss that, at least for the next 45 minutes or so. But let's go ahead and, Susan, let's go ahead and, and go back to that and get your thoughts on it. And, and is there anything, if you've uh, pulled up on any of the people who've made these accusations? Well, the one of the feminists who dated, um, complained about Bill O'Reilly thanking her for being a blonde. And uh, she had dated Andy Oh, that's Weiner. awful. That demon. Go ahead. <laughs> she dated Anthony Weir. What do you mean that's awful? So dating Anthony Weir is pretty bad. Come on now. I mean, Yeah, he thanked her for being blonde. What a scoundrel. Go ahead. Yeah. No. Yeah, liberal women who cheer female power. They date and marry men like Anthony Weiner and Bill Clinton. So I don't have an issue with him thanking someone for being pretty, for being a blonde. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's some things I wouldn't like that he did. I mean, you know, I... Well, he allegedly did. To my understanding, it's, it's at this point, you know, it's one person's, it's one person's uh, story versus another. I mean, it's alleged that he said these things. I mean, he never came out and said, oh, yeah. I did this, this, this. Now, of course, because he gave them money automatically, you know, the mainstream media went to put out as if he was guilty, which I would have never put out money. But sometimes it's less expensive uh, for people to, you know, such as Bill O'Reilly to, you know, just pay these people off, which you should have never done. I mean, you're just asking for, you know, once that happens, you have, well, what, you're going to start having people coming out of the woodwork with their hand out. Co-tap or Larry Craig, I mean, he – from the state of Idaho, he pled guilty to get out of it, and so then automatically there was problems. I believe he was guilty, but, you know, that's beside the point. Um, but one of my guys in the group uh, wanted to support O'Reilly, and he followed him a long time, but he said, it's Dr. Wendy Walsh who has a grievance against him advocating for victims' rights children's safety, and equally against the abuse of women and men in domestication. A woman should be respected. So what started her, I don't know. So um, apparently he really thinks Wendy Walsh. And I said, well, you know, I don't know. There's some woman that was unhappy that he apparently called her hot chocolate. I go, that don't even, that's, 
Well, well, it's not. It's well. Actually, I did a little research on that. It's not quite dark chocolate. It's uh, or or hot chocolate or whatever. I guess back you know back in the day, you know, there's no one here old enough uh, to to maybe well you know, at least female wise, including my or myself who's not female obviously. But there was another term for it, and I looked it up. It wasn't quite called hot chocolate. But it was, it was close. It was hot. Choke it or something. It was almost kind of like chocolate, but I, I know what you mean. Well, I, but here's the uh, here's the article. Go ahead. Excuse me, or Fari. 
His advocates have challenged details of her story, as well as some of the media's reporting about it. Among these issues raised is this. Walsh was a guest on The Factor 13 times after her meeting with O'Reilly in Los Angeles. And I guess the meeting you're talking about where thought I read something about he invited her up to his room or something like that, and I think that's what her allegation is uh, for the sexual harassment. And you might even have her come up for conversation. But anyway, but anyway, so apparently it, it seems like that's what happened, and, you know, is that he invited her up to his room, and it's probably, you know, it might have been, hey, you want to come up and have a drink and talk more about stuff? Who knows? But supposedly after whatever it was that she said he sexually harassed her with, uh, Walsh was a guest on The Factor 13 times after her meeting with O'Reilly in Los Angeles, appearing almost weekly from late February until mid-June of that year. He mentioned her book four times after it was published in mid-April and repeatedly showed its cover on the air. O'Reilly was also was apparently instrumental in securing for Walsh an appearance on the daytime chat program, The View, in mid-April, during which she promoted her book. Hence, the argument is that Walsh wasn't hurt by rebuffing O'Reilly on his invitation to visit his hotel suite during a dinner meeting in Los Angeles on February 13, nor did she take enough offense. That year, uh, said the story, Walsh wrote to one of O'Reilly's producers in mid-April asking him to further, for, for further promotional help. The Post notes an email in which Walsh writes, please, please, pretty please, can we do a segment on my book on the 25th? And then three question marks. O'Reilly didn't take up her suggestions, but Walsh did travel. She traveled. From Los Angeles to New York to appear on the Fox News set with him for a regular segment that day, the Post says. And so I, I don't, you know, I, I can't recall exactly when she stated that, you know, this harassment took place. But obviously, you know, at least according to this article, she was willing to work with him afterwards. So how offended, if anything even happened, was she to continue to want? I mean, why didn't she say something then? You know, I think I mean I think that really does throw a wrench into her credibility. And so uh, we'll go ahead and bring it over uh, to you, Cindy. I mean, did, did you hear anything more on this this thing? I mean, I, I looked a little bit into it, not a lot, because I mean, I thought, yeah, they had this thing going, and then you know, I was told that he paid thirteen million, which we all know that, you know, remember when Michael Jackson did it, you know, and then remember, you know, it's funny the liberals I think were gave a Michael Jackson a pass. Remember when he paid that boy $20 million? He said he stuck mm-hmm. it to him, you know. Yeah. Then, you know, and then the, the liberal media, did they say anything? But there's accusations from two, uh, two, well, I heard five women, but I've only heard about two of them, you know. And then, of course, I, I don't even watch it. I can't even ma- imagine what Rachel Maddow doing is doing. She's probably foaming at the mouth at the story right now. I could, she's seeing her face and hearing her voice even worse would probably make me want to, you know, choke on my vomit, you know, to hear. But anyway, uh, so, so I followed it some. I kind of, you know, until we got fired, but mostly ignored it because I, I knew it was bullshit. Go ahead. Well, first, before I make my other comments, I just want to say state my deepest feelings about the firing of O'Reilly. Good riddance. I really didn't like him. I didn't trust him. I, I just... I didn't like him. 
so I, I didn't listen well, to him very often. I didn't like often. him either, but I think, I think he, him firing is I think BS. He made a, I know. I think I'm, he made a bad reputation for, for conservatism, so I just really didn't like him. But anyway, sexual har- harassment these days is like if a guy winks at you or like Susan said, you know, you call call somebody a blonde or a dumb blonde or whatever, or, oh, I love your blonde hair, honey. Okay, I guess that's sexual harassment these days. But anyway, it's a regular strategy when some very, you know, uh, popular person, someone in the media a lot, whether it's political, Hollywood, uh, just anybody elite. Uh, when they when things like this happen to them, they they settle out of court even when they know they haven't done a thing wrong, because they Which can't I think take is stupid. Media, right, because they can't take the media pressure that's coming. And you know how people are. Just look at how people it acted when worse. that stupid. Look how people acted when that stupid second wife of of Newt Gingrich's came forward and said he wanted to have some kind of a weirdo relationship. Uh, some swinging relationship with somebody or something. I mean, everybody right, believes that, that like it was gospel. So you trot some lady out, and everybody just, oh, the poor thing. Now listen, if 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 the feminist movement has not taught women one thing, if you don't like what a guy's doing, you punch him in the face. You're his equal, right? Aren't you? Don't you want to be just like him? Punch him in the face. If you don't like what he said, okay? That's the way men settle things, right? So what the heck are they making these stupid charges for? Well, that's Take exactly what I'd do if a guy winked at me. I'd punch him in the face. <laughs> Take care of it. <laughs> Just take care of it yourself. Take care of it yourself. Why are you going to Why are you going to the courts and messing stuff in the courts? It's only to make money. This woman just wanted to make money. These women just want to make money somehow off of him. Every rich guy has the same the same thing coming at him. Everybody's trying to find something they can get on him and, and, and get money out of him. Imagine the kind of things they would have said about O'Reilly in the news. The news wanted to de the you know, the other cable news people, the even the you know, all the media elite people wanted to dethrone yeah, him from his number from his they number said, one I think position. What? I, I think I, I, I read an article uh, just tonight where I believe that they said that was one of their goals was to take down Bill O'Reilly. Right. I mean, that's that's the, he was there. He bragged all the time. That was probably a downfall of his too. He was just too egotistical. He thought he was God's gift to the world, and 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 here he was bragging every night about how he was number one in cable news. Well, the, you know, you make people mad at you, they want to devour you. And and happily did it. So, you know, and usually the thing is, confidentiality documents always go along with these lawsuits. Uh, When people settle out of court, they sign papers of confidentiality. I would really like to know who the source was that broke this to the New York Times in the first place. Because that's the person, uh, if I were Bill O'Reilly, I'd want to get a hold of that person and get all my money back. Oh, yeah, I'd Hell yeah, I'd sue the bejeebles out of them. That's not quite the word I was going to use initially, but but that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. They use a term that Donald Trump has said, I would sue the shit out of them. Now, he used that for something else, 
uh, you know, in different phraseology, but that's what I do. Yeah, he does. He needs to sue somebody. And and, and here's part of the uh, – and I want to bring this over to you, Dr. Tolbert, is that, you know, I know you're not a Republican, and, you know, but I'd say you know, you're conservative. And I want to bring this into the floor. We're going to talk more about, you know, the, the whole Bill O'Reilly thing. Well, one of the things I'm sick and tired of seeing, okay, I am sick and tired of seeing conservatives, you know, when are they going to get balls? Excuse my French. But you know what? We're not monitored by the SEC here. But the thing is, really, when are the Republicans going to get some balls? I'm tired of – I mean, you have Sessions when he recused himself, right? You have Nunez when he recused himself. Now you got, you know – uh, them giving all this money out to Fox News and then firing Bill O'Reilly. I mean, when are conservatives going to say, hey, look, we're tired of you guys coming after us. You know, we're going to stand up for ourselves. And you don't like it. You know what? We're not barred budget after dark, so I can't say what I was thinking. But you know what? If you don't like it, then shove it. And, and actually fight. I'm getting sick and tired of this. Why? You, I mean, even, even the Republicans are in power, and they act like they don't have any gonads. What do you make of that, Dr. Talbert? Why are they so, why are they so yellow? Well, I think you got to go back to the fact that Trump and other people don't like Fox News anymore, so they're trying to find reasons to show that Fox executives were part of this, and there's actually a federal court uh, now investigation in Fox itself and cover-up. And I got a couple phone calls and emails from people on it that one of the African-Americans on the view uh, – was making a comment that as Bill O'Reilly walked by her desk, he was always looking down at her cleavage. But she shows up in the view with a shirt on, buttoned all the way up to the neck with something around so nobody could tell one way or the other, and that she was considering Bill O'Reilly as harassment because he was viewing her uh, cleavage. And now we're hearing that the the feds are going to get involved and they're going to investigate Fox news. They're going to go in and now is the real clunch behind all this. Are we trying to close down because you know, Trump don't like Fox news. So, and he don't like the other news things. So is this just another part of the federal government taking people out of uh, circulation? Personally, I don't watch or listen to any of these people, so I really don't care because I think they're giving you false information, building up and dumbing down America. Well, I tell you what is, uh, and, that, and I'm going to speak on that. Uh, that, that. That drives me nuts. You know, here's the thing, because you see it all the time. You know what? You, you see girls and, and women wearing short shorts and and unbuttoned shirts and this and that. You know, and, you know, or belly shirts. And then if you're looking at them, you know, or you see that, you know, you, you know, like I go to a, an amusement park and I usually either study, read, or people watch. And I'll see these girls, right, walk by and I'll, you know, see how guys react to these girls, right? And, you know, well, the girl Robert, will look over and if Robert, she, don't like I... what the, she don't like what this guy looking at her looks like, she'll like, she'll pull her shorts down some or she'll, you know, cover up her cleavage yeah. or she'll like, look. Don't don't put yourself on display and they get pissed off when somebody looks at you. Let me let me. I'm a woman, so I'm I'm going to put my two cents in on this on this part because I call this ludicrous. A woman dresses and shows her cleavage, gives the man something to look at, and she's doing it on purpose so that a man will look at her. Okay. Now, 
and now she's going to accuse him of sexual harassment because he looked when she invited it? I mean, how stupid is that? Well, if they're only inviting it for people they want to look at their cleavage, if they don't like you, then it's sexual harassment. If they do like you, it's okay. So wear a sign. So wear a sign. Um, Only Jack, Jill, uh, Jack, Bobby, and Robert can can see my cleavage. Everybody else, keep your eyes off of me. (laughs) I mean, there you go. Wear a sign. You okay? He's okay. He's an old man. He's an old man, and I don't want him to look at me. Okay. Well, then put your sweater on when you see him coming because, you know, when you leave yourself open, when you leave a cleavage to look at, where's a man going to look? Literally, leave yourself open. I don't care what any man from age puberty to 99 is probably going to look at your breath because that's what men do. They're very visually oriented. That's how they're they're excited. It's how they're unexcited. It's visual is what guys are into, you know. Women are all all into um, emotions, you know. Well, men are into visual visual stuff. What, what they can see. Come on, I got it's a true. Well, I got a get well card from one of my friends that gave it to me, and it showed a guy. It said, "Hi, I'm Mike, and I'm delivering your um, medicines today." And he was a hunk on the card and dressed just in a little thong bikini, and I'm like. A lot of medication there, huh? Yeah. There was an old geezer that said, and Harold's going to give you your sponge bath. bath." And I go, oh. Come on now. Well, well, ladies, let's go ahead and. uh, I got to tell you. I got to tell you. Those those guys, the strippers and all that, they mean nothing to me. They do do absolutely nothing for me. I, I, I I don't get into those guys at all. Give me a good, honest farmer. Uh, some kind of a, a guy that works with his body and has a good, strong body, and he's uh, he's he's uh, not totally egotistic about it, just confident, and and he's um, uh, you know ca- he cares about other people, and he's not flaunting himself in front of everybody. That's the kind of guy I want to be around. I don't want to be around these models that you know wear almost nothing and, and kind of, you know, just the same as women who did it. I, I, I could not be turned on by that, but that's because I'm a woman, you know, and I see all these women trying to pretend like they really, you know, get excited about, you know, this good looking body guy. And I just, I think they're trying to work it up. I, I don't think it's really there like it is with a man. I think it's worked up inside of them. Somehow, uh, I don't well, know. There's ten women to every man, so women will try to attract men. You know, I was in B80 the other day, and a woman saw that I was 74, and and she was, you know, younger, and she said, "You're not married." And I said, "No." She said, "Are you looking for a wife?" And I said, "Yeah. <laughs> what, what kind of wife you looking for?" I said, "Somebody to help me in the ministry." And she said, "Well, would you mind taking me to dinner?" You know, and so you you have a lot of women out there. Five women right now I can marry tomorrow morning. Uh, right. Women right now are. Well, you're a stud, Doctor Tolbert. <laughs> well, more so than you think. I've had seven marriages already, so you know what can I tell you? But the <laughs> point 
So you really have had seven marriages. Are you are you are you a Muslim too? <laughs> yeah, I, I should yeah, be. You know, but there's long stories: women getting pregnant by other men, being on drugs. There's a long history, but it's kind of the story yeah. of Job and and everything. So there's a long history. But the point I'm trying to make is that we are being sexually harassed as male, but we cannot bring charges against anyone. But when females do it, it becomes an issue. Or when an African-American just sued the state of Florida over the senator who made a negative comment, but not realizing if a Spanish person would have used the word black, the word would have been Negro because the word Negro is the stands for black as white stands for 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 blanco, you know. And so right. in every right. country you have different terminologies. So when you're looking at different words and terminologies, and you're looking at different classifications, you know, people have to put it in the proper perspective. I could have claimed sexual harassment at VA the other day. Because if I would have been a woman and that would have been a man that did that, I would have had grounds. But men don't take on that same perspective. We get flattered. Some women get yeah, flattered. Yeah, we like getting sexually some... harassed. Do it all the time. <laughs> Give me more. No. <laughs> Go ahead, Dr. Yeah, no, but there are women that, that just take the position that they want a certain attention from certain people and they don't want attention from other people. And when they don't get the attention from who they want, you know, I write books on marriage counseling. I write books on finding a partner, sexual activity. You know, I have books. And so, you know, I understand the philosophy and the psychology of it. Unfortunately, Bill O'Reilly, I don't agree with anything he does, period. But now they're going to be a big move against Fox News. Take it out of Bill O'Reilly, move it to the next level, and realize they're trying to close down Fox News. Oh, certainly they are. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, because it really isn't, I mean, against the mainstream media besides us, you know, us, us you know, podcasters and, and alternate news sources, there really isn't, you know, I mean, I'm not a big, I'm not a huge, well, haven't been always a, and Gene, I see you want to get on and I'll get you into the show. And anyone else, I do see some other folks on the call. Uh, two things. One, uh, thank you very much for calling in. If you'd like, one thing is if you'd like to get in on the show, push the one on your phone dial, and that'll let me know you want to get into the show. Uh, two, don't let uh, if you got to charge your phone, do it now because if you uh, get disconnected after the next 17 minutes, unfortunately you will not be able to get back in the show. Uh, three, Gene Willichin. Four, Dr. Colbert. I know you got to leave in about uh, 15 minutes, and I had a point, and I can't remember what it was now. Uh, so yeah, we'll get a, a short story. There was a time at work I almost, uh, I almost uh, filed sexual harassment on someone because he kept always making comments about my backside. But anyway, I decided not to because he was actually a, an all right guy. He was kind of a funny guy, but he was always. He, and I'm just, the, the thing is, he kept making uh, comments to me. So, yeah, that was an interesting sexual harassment uh, experience. But anyway, let's go ahead and uh, bring in Gene. Uh, thank you very much, Gene, for coming to the show. How are you tonight? Uh, hello, I'm doing well. Uh, well, you guys were talking, I was just saying there's something, you know, being a man is different. But I remember one time, even Susan doesn't know this about me, that, that I was at my, you know, they have these car washers and these gals were washing this car. And it was time of day that it was getting ready to rain. And I was really wanting this gal over 
watching her, you know, she had kind of this swimsuit kind of thing on, you know, like Cindy said about these guys. And then she started to cover up because, you know, this older guy was looking at her. And uh, yeah, being, so, a man, how much, yeah. being a man, how much different? I mean, if somehow you're a guy and you did, and say you, you got raped or something, well, what's wrong with you? Aren't you strong enough to defend yourself? You're a guy, you know, nobody's going to take you serious. I know, I'm only five foot six, man. Some big Amazon, you know, came up and wanted to have her way with me. I mean, you know, I might not be able to <laughs> do anything, you know, and I'm not into <laughs> yeah, Amazonians. Yeah. So, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. Or you might be scared or you might want to cooperate. Oh, Robert, Robert, <laughs> you know you would love that. You know you would absolutely <laughs> love it. <laughs> uh, some big Amazonian? Oh, I don't think so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Depends on what she looks like. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm not, I'm not into the big Amazonians. I'm, I'm sorry, I, you know. Uh, you know, I'm five six buck sixty seven, so <laughs> yeah, big Amazon. Uh yeah, can't do it, can't do it. Um Yeah, yeah. Robert has anyway, a, Robert has a little tiny sprite of a woman. He, his wife is a real tiny girl. She he, he picked just the right girl for him. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I have a, another comment. Tens of went I think too far because it used to be that they had pictures of women when I worked at the sugar factory at one time in my life. And they had these pictures from these men's magazines and the guys' lockers, and it was too much the other way. And I even had guys show me Playboy, which was offensive to me, that I, whatever you call that, it was uh, offensive to me. But now it's went too much the other way because I know uh, even Robert being harassed by another person because I've had that workplace training that to be even somebody the same sets or, you know, off-cut or jolt, there's a whole bunch of sense of it. Now it's went so or that you're afraid to sneeze anymore. So there used to be the song that Susan mentioned that day, watching the girls go by, and that's kind of hard to do anymore, unless you happen to be a greeter or something at a store where you have a, you know, you can speak to people so you can see people going by, you know, of women that happen to go by. But You like the old song, watching girls go by, my, oh, my. Remember that song? Oh. Yeah, that one. Yeah, Susan was talking about that. Yeah, at my age and with all my problems right now, I'd love to have a wolf whistle. No problem. <laughs> well, now, here's your, uh, oh yes, yes. Now here's one thing I want to um, do real was. quick while we're in the while we're in the segment here uh, for this part of the show. I do have uh, this is from uh, Breitbart. Uh, this is an article. Uh, well, this is back in July, but this is, uh, I guess this is, you know, with um, uh, Kimberly, Gil- not Kimberly Guilfoyle, uh, when she was talking about uh, Gretchen Carlson, I guess. Uh, it sounds like Gretchen Carlson is probably the person who kind of got this started. That's not the girl who, uh, for O'Reilly, that's uh, with uh, Ayers. <clears throat> I mean, I- Ailes, Roger Ailes. Oh, yeah. Um, so she, I think she's, she, yeah, she's the one who got this whole, sexual harassment ring, I think, against Fox News going, you know what, I think you're way to put it. Maybe there's a sexual harassment ring uh, to try to get these people from uh, from Fox News, They're starting with this. Uh, and here's what happened with her, right? It says, can we just, and, you know, and Sarah Palin made a comment where she stated, hey, 
She's like, you know, you don't keep working for them. And the thing that happened with Gretchen Carlson is they didn't renew her contract. Well, now she wants to get money. But anyway, it says, and this is not a real long article, but it's lengthier than what I would like to read. So I may not go through all of it. <laughs> and then what I will be, uh, and actually I'm going to do it now. So if you're listening, you want to follow along with the article or read it later. If I don't go ahead and go through all of it, you could go to uh, the Facebook page. Uh, there are Bard's Logic, and if you're not fam- as familiar with it, uh, you're welcome to uh, just go to the search engine uh, there on Facebook and put in a Bard's Logic political talk, and you'll be able to find the uh, find the page and like the page, which would be nice. I'd appreciate that. And then uh, we've got the articles on here uh, that we were talking about from tonight's show, including this one uh, from Breitbart, and it's. Uh, Man, I cannot get rid of this, this little cough. I've been dealing with it for about a month. But anyway, it's just Gimli Goyful, a conservative woman anchor at Fox News and co-host of the highly successful program, The Five, is speaking out in support of Roger Ailes, the chief executive at the network, as Ailes faces allegations of impropriety from a former anchor. And I'm just going to, uh, you, know, you know, paraphrase this stuff. And basically, you know, she said that, you know, absolutely not. Uh, uh, Al's never engaged in any of that alleged behavior in her interactions. And he's talked, she's talked about with uh, Gretchen Carlson. And, you know, so I'm, I'm not, it's a, it's a, it's a lengthy, but now I'm going to kind of sum, sum it up. Uh, you know, it said, and this is talking a little bit about Carlson. It says, Carlson presents no evidence whatsoever to back up her case, only making the claim in the lawsuit, which the mainstream media has treated as fact ever since it was made. With more multiple sources, sorry, multiple sources inside the Fox News channel tell Breitbart News that Carlson has a reputation in the building of treating her staff and the so-called underlings like garbage. She would not talk much with staffers and acted in many ways like a diva who refused to even engage with anyone she looked at as beneath her. You can really tell a lot about a person when you see how they treat the staff, one source said. She was mean to everyone inside the building and acted like the support staff or furniture, said another. A third added, she wouldn't even interact with people who helped put her on the show and would constantly ignore them when they would come up to her. I'm prepping, I'm prepping, she would say. So rude. Uh, it also says, yeah, one more source added, most of the other anchors do nice things to the staff, like buy them lunch or dinner or breakfast or take a personal interest in them. Carlson didn't. Working in off-air roles is a hard thing to do, and the great people who do it don't make as much money as the on-air staff. She didn't seem to care about anyone but herself. Uh, This was just self-centered. She thought she was the center of the universe and that the solar system itself revolved around her. Yeah, she sounds like a real bitch. Inside words in the dictionary, and we're not have to be uh, FCC compliant, I can say things like that. Uh, But anyway, yeah, it doesn't sound like she was a very... Uh, nice person, through my understanding, uh, they even didn't, uh, you know, this lawsuit, of course, didn't even come up until after, uh, until after they didn't renew her contract. But anyway, I do see we only got about nine minutes left, so do not let uh, your line drop, or unfortunately, if that happens, you won't be able to get and call the show. Uh, but I do want to leave uh, the next few minutes before Dr. Tolbert's got to leave, too, for him to, uh, I want him to be able to make some comments. On our next segment, which unfortunately Dr. Tolbert would not be able to uh, join us, and that is about the FBI actually being sued 
Uh, and so I want to hear, you know, talk more about that and uh, with them. And then also what to, uh, you know, get your, his, some of his final thoughts uh, for uh, the night. So go ahead, Dr. Tolbert. Now, number one, I sent you an article just now that the press is blaming Donald Trump for the riots in Venezuela because the oil companies in Venezuela donated a lot of money to Donald Trump. So that's the news that just came out 20 minutes ago. And, of course, the FBI should be investigated because of what they did in their improprieties of uh, uh, looking and doing wiretapping without authority. And um, when will, we talked about that last week, when will Trump reorganize the entire FBI? So that's one of the major issues that hasn't really been determined yet. We no longer have a separation of the three bodies of power like we're supposed to. We have another one now. It's called the FBI, the CIA, and the IRS, which are no longer being controlled by the three branches so what has to happen is that the president, the Congress, and the Supreme Court need to relook at the FBI, the CIA, uh, the other branches, and to include closing down the IRS under H.R. Uh, uh, 25. Um, there's a real problem that everything we're doing, we're being investigated, we're being violated under our First and Fourteenth Amendment. Um, which goes into some other issues on the open primaries in the state of Florida and a lot of other things that we've written articles on. And I appreciate the um, ability to come in tonight with the Illuminati's. I hope everybody looks at the big picture, uh, that they look at the fact of the Jesuits, Illuminati's, the, the, uh, uh, the Freemasons, uh, the uh, bones and uh, skull, uh, they look at the uh, oh, uh, Islam, uh, all the communism, and they realize that there's a tie to all this. It is not just a simple picture that people are looking at of uh, the relationship between the presidents, the elections, the one world power. Uh, what happens if we go to the free trade agreement? Uh, why is Trump now going after Canada and is not going after China? He's changed his position um, there, there's a lot of issues going on right now, Robert, that people in the, that aren't researching, they're listening to the press, but they're not going back and trying to find out the actual facts. Now, I'm sending you an email on a, on a typo I found in one of the links. Uh, That's that not you unusual. Put out there. I'm uh, dyslexic and ADD, too, so my editor didn't check what I sent you good. today. <laughs> oh no, that's all, it's all good. So I'm gonna yeah, I'm trying to find uh, another article. I had it, and then I uh, about the FBI being sued by this uh, organization, and now I can't find it. <laughs> I had this article. Excuse me, we keep sneaking up. And now, and I don't know if you sent that uh, to me or. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I have a tendency of putting B-R-A-D instead of B-A-R-D. No, that's all good. Is, is, yeah, is it supposed to be B-A-R-D? I'm not, my name's not yeah. Brad. <laughs> but, you know, I have been talking to B-R-A-D since the beginning of time. 
Oh my and gosh. I see by your, yeah, and I see by your email it's B A R D S. Thank you. I will make the correction. You're welcome. See, live uh live here on Bard's Logic we make we're we're making adjustments. Oh there it is. Now exactly. I know uh where that article where that article where that article came from. It came from I can't believe I forgot about that. I feel like such an idiot. Yeah, but basically, uh, kind of a, a shameless plug for the Bard's Logic newsroom, and that's where I got the article. Uh, and you can uh, get articles uh, such as this one. We'll talk about this in the next segment. Uh, from going to BardsLogicPoliticalTalk.com, and you can see articles such as the cause of action sues for record on potential FBI payment to former spy to compiled phony Trump dossier. So that uh, so check out uh, the Bard's Logic Newsroom, where you got all kinds of articles uh, and you know pictures, videos uh, that you can go to scroll down, and you can get updates on the you know on the newsroom by subscribing to it. So just set your email and subscribe, and then when a, a new feature comes out, which is weekly, uh, then you'll over the updates, uh, which is weekly update, you can. Uh, you go ahead and, and get updates for those if you subscribe to it. But uh, we'll, we'll be going over that in the that article in the next segment. And so I, I appreciate it. No, why did I do that? As I said, and in, and in live interactions that, and adjustments here on the uh, <laughs> on the show. Go ahead, Doctor Colbert. Yeah, I just wish uh, everybody God bless, and I send my prayers the protection of the United States. And ask that all members of the body of Christ go out and do something important for their neighbor, realizing that under John we need to feed, clothe, and shelter and help everybody, and that we can only work with and save America and bring us back through our prayers and unity of one mind. So I appreciate it, and I'm going to hang up now. Thank you very much, Robert. Thank you very much, Dr. Tober. We'll talk again soon. And I do see it's almost at the top of the hour. And so, well, we'll be going into our, excuse me, man, that's driving me nuts, uh, our extended period, uh, which we, as you probably heard us already call it, lovingly call our Bard's Logic After Dark, uh, where we have a little bit more uh, fun, a little more uh, less straight face. But, of course, if you don't listen to the second hour, you would think we uh, don't even wait until we get into Bard's Logic After Dark. And so... Excuse me, uh, Cindy had to step away for a little bit, but she'll be back uh, in our roundtable discussion. And anyone else who wants to uh, join who's on the call, uh, go ahead and just push the one hundred number dial. We'll get you in. I do see some folks listening. Appreciate you having you, and uh, we'll get you on when you're in. So let's go ahead and you know get ready to close out this topic. I know we, I mean, we could get back to it later on in the next segment uh, if we have some uh, some time left. Uh, but let's go ahead and you know, Susan. If you got any uh you know any you know last comments on our our previous segments on you know the Bill O'Reilly and him getting you know his firing and who knows I mean they don't want to keep muting people and take longer than just pulling the mic away and coughing but anyway so it, it makes me wonder what's going to be you know what's next uh, for Bill O'Reilly is he going to be on the radio or what if he's going to get his own radio. Sh- do you know the guy's going to do something now? You're probably aware that he's you know, been going around touring with, uh, you know, Waters from uh, Waters World and also uh, uh, Miller. Um, I can't remember the guy's first name, but they've been doing tours. And I think he'll still be making money doing his tours. 
I still think he'll be around. I don't think he's going to fade into the sunset. Uh, but I want to, you know, that's pretty, you know, I'm sure he's going to be doing his tours, but I wonder if he's going to kind of find himself on radio or, or, or something. Uh, what do you think uh, about the whole thing, you know, with, with possibility might be season? Um, got books. That'll make him money. He'll probably continue to write his books. I mean, the books are okay. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, he's got books. I, I know that they didn't replace him with Michael Savage. They can't handle the Savage Nation. <laughs> and that's who I really like. No, the they couldn't. They can't because Michael just put it back in their face and they wouldn't like that. So, you know, he had his own problems being banned in Britain and now he was attacked, him and his little dog. But who knows who that was? It was a person. But I'm just saying, they never, Fox News has never that I know of had Michael Savage on. So. Not that I recall either. Uh, not, not, not that I can recall. So anyway, so we got here that... Uh, they all went on. On Paul, very little, and, and Savage not at all. I mean, they're very selective on who they've had on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll go and... Um, yeah, I don't, I don't ever recall it. Who knows? But, I mean, to my understanding, they've got uh, Braille. Um, oh, what's that new show? I think they're thinking about moving it from 9 to 8. That's um, the new show they have on there. And Tucker Carlson. Now, at first, you know, he was – I mean, he drove me nuts at first. But I think the more he gets on, the more polished he's becoming. You know, because I watch the show. And I tell you what, I mean, I've really seen him lay into some people, which – which are great, especially when they, when they keep you know doing this thing, trying to lay the Trump administration with the Russians. He's like, you know, you guys have been putting this out there. You guys have been doing this for, you know, eight months, and there's no shred of evidence that there's ever been any collusion between the Trump campaign and the Russians. I mean, where where is the proof? And there hasn't been any. And so, I mean, but I mean, I've really seen him hammer some people, which is great. I don't like when he does this little laugh thing, you know. If you ever watch Tucker Carlson, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, that kind of drives me nuts a little bit. But he, uh, you know, I think he's getting better, and I think he, it's it's new. And I think the longer he does it, the better he'll get. Now, who 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 will fit? Uh, you know, the next time slide, the only time we tell. I, I think it was dumb uh, on on Fox News. I mean, on their point to, to let him go, I think it was stupid. You know, okay, well, you you got some sponsors who left. But you know what? That just opened the slide for another sponsor. Give, I mean, this is America. This is, you know, capitalism. Open up the spot for somebody else. I'm sure Fox News, you know, and this is something I wanted to talk to Dr. Colbert. He didn't talk, talk to me much, talk much about it. But, you know, about the lack of balls with the conservatives in the, in the, in the GOP. You would think that the Democrats were still in power the way that the, that, that the Republicans you know, Republicans are acting. I mean, even in some ways, Trump. I mean, it's driving me nuts. I'm like, you guys are in power. Why do you keep acting like the Democrats are still in power? Well, because there's one. And here's what my analysis of that is, is I think they're definitely afraid of the media. Well, perfect example. Look at Bill O'Reilly. You know, we're going to the next segment, but let let me finish it with this. Look at Bill O'Reilly. Look what happened. You know, they get some pressure, some political correct BS, 
Okay, you got some sponsors. You go, oh, we're going to suspend their thing for, and there's even some, some even even the sponsors. Some of the sponsors didn't even have balls to be, you know, uh, principals because they're like, well, we'll suspend, we'll suspend uh, the uh, the sponsorship until we see what's going on. You know, so well, are you in or out? Or you're just going to be wishy-washy. You know, you're trying to play both sides of the field is what I think they're trying to do. But yeah, I get that with blah blah blah, but. You know, that's why I like businesses such as Chick-fil-A. You know, they're like, look, you don't like our stance? So heck with you. This is what we're going to do anyway. You know, mm-hmm. and so, you know, with that, with that whole you know, hoopla uh, with Chick-fil-A, and, and I had that actually helped them out, I think. Uh, but anyway, so, jeez, <laughs> oh, I'm going to get to the doctor, I guess, at some point. But anyway, is that, you know, I'm I'm, I'm tired of, of seeing them, you know, just just not have any guts, you know, and, and I think this is just another example. And, and if they keep this up, folks, then whether you like Fox News or whether you like Bill O'Reilly, you know, and, and you know, listen to the archives on the show. I've critiqued and, uh, you know, lambasted Fox News at times, even at points, you know, call them faux news or Fox or you know, whatever news, you, you know, way you pronounce that face, <laughs> um, faux, whatever. It doesn't matter, but I'm telling you, unfortunately, besides radio, at this point in time, Fox News is the only, and you don't agree with it all the time, and I don't either, Fox News is the only conservative outlet on TV today. If they, if the mainstream media, and which is run by liberals, and you know that, okay, if, if they're taking off the, if there's some way they could try to get Fox News off the air, we're screwed. We're not going to have any television. You know, well, we're not going to have any televised unless something until something else comes up. Something else comes out. The, the conservatives are not going to have have anything on TV. It's going to be just liberal news again. That's all it's going to be. So keep an eye out on this on this topic, folks. Uh, definitely keep an eye on it because, as Dr. Cobble pointed out earlier, they're co- they're coming after. And now I don't know. I don't know about whether. Trump dislikes Fox News. I, I, I don't, you know, I don't. I think there might be some on Fox News he didn't like, <clears throat> Megyn Kelly. But, uh, but I think uh, he'd rather be on that than maybe CNN. <laughs> CNN, that's for certain. Uh, what we call the the Clinton News Network. Uh, but it's certainly, folks. I mean, keep an eye on this on this topic, and you know, we may very well have to get involved because if the Fox News channel goes, it's going to be quite some time before we see on the cable stations you know, a, a conservative, you know, a conservative TV outlet. There's still radio, you know, conservative radio, to my understanding, still dominate the airways. Uh, however, on the TV, which, you know, most people, that sit, most people probably watch TV, then, you know, to listen to the radio, then, then there's not going to be any TV outlet. That's mm-hmm. driving me nuts. But anyway, so we're going to get on to uh, our next topic, and that is uh, recently this week, uh, the FBI uh, was sued, and the, you know, get some information. And uh, it says FBI may have paid former spy behind Tony Trump dossier. What and Watchdog Group cause of action has filed a lawsuit in the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia, 
trafficking records related to the relationship between the FBI and Christopher Steele, a former British spy who was the lead author of the largely debunked Trump dossier. According to a news report, Mr. Steele entered an agreement with the FBI a few weeks before November 2016 election to investigate then-candidate Donald Trump, while at the same time he was employed by the opposition research firm to collect information for Democratic presidential nominee Hillary Clinton. Uh, The COA Institute president and CEO, John Vashoni, if a former spy who was being paid to do opposition research on a U.S. presidential nominee was also on the FBI's payroll, there are serious concerns about the agency's independence. We need to be under. We need to better understand this financial relationship to ensure the FBI was not misusing taxpayer money to interfere in the presidential election on behalf of one of the candidates. On March seventh, two thousand seventeen. COA Institute sent a FAI, FOAI request or FISA request to the FBI seeking access to uh, records and to whether the FBI paid money or had plans to pay Mr. Steele for any purpose. To date, the FBI has failed to produce any responsive records within the sorry, applicable FOIA timeframe. The amount of corruption in these government agencies is astounding. The FBI is damaged. Comey needs to go. Now, these are the opinion stuff, but it says Comey needs to go, which I, I agree with. I've been saying that for a while. Trump needs to gut these institutions, and I agree with that, too. The Obama administration weaponized every agency to target his political opponents. Every person involved must be prosecu- prosecuted and brought to justice. And so that's just a short uh, – and also, I, I thought there was something to the FISA court uh, – that also, uh, and I'll have to look more into that, but, I, you know, heard if anyone wants, has heard more on that, wants to comment, it, uh, you know, just give me uh, a message or, or, or get on the line and tell me. But I think there might have even been uh, FISA Court's uh, request in looking into, uh, you know, the possibility, you know, of course, uh, the spying is back with the wiretapping, things of that nature, which we know. And that's, and that's what the, I think the FISA request is more uh, geared towards. Is the is the quote unquote wiretapping of Trump of Trump Tower, or at least you know his administration, you know during the campaign, which to my understanding has actually been stretched back uh, to uh, Iowa. I believe I even thought that even one you know during the Iowa during the primary, uh, they were looking into uh, they're looking into that. Now what I got here is uh, you could find that article as many as well as other articles uh, on the Bard's Logic Political Talk Newsroom. Yes, I'm doing a shameful plug by doing, going to www.bardslogicpoliticaltalk.com, and this will be in the Bard's Logic Newsroom section. You can also visit different uh, pages there as well as our uh, guest page. We can see all the different guests we've had uh, in the past, and so. Definitely check that out in the website. And one thing we have not done yet uh, that I've been remiss to do in my duties here as the host is to hear from our friends at the Patriot Journalist Network, which if you are on Twitter, uh, you may be familiar with the PJNet hashtag uh, there. And so you may have you know seen that. And so we're going to go here and hear from our friends at the Patriot Journalist Network. 
maybe. You're not just listening to a show. You're part of the powerful voice of the conservative conversation on Blog Talk Radio. Nothing worthwhile has ever been accomplished without teamwork. PJNet invites you to help make a difference by adding your voice to the team grassroots conservatives working together to take our country back. To find out more, check out the PJNet hashtag and visit our website at patriotjournalist.com. Let PJNet add our muscle to your hustle. And definitely, folks, check out the Patriot Journalist Network by going to www.patriotjournalist.com. And, of course, as well as my website at www.bardslogicpoliticaltalk.com. And so, anyway, so we've got uh, Susan still here on the line. And we also have Cindy. I believe uh, if Cindy's back, I know you had to step away for a bit, but if she's back, yeah, just let us know, Cindy. We can get you on. And so, Susan, uh, now have you heard uh, more about that, or do you have any comments on the, you know, the possibility of them paying uh, an X five? Does not even surprise anybody uh, to, you know, look into uh, Trump prior even to the election? Well, not prior to the election. But uh, prior to them even being, you know, can't, not candidate Trump, but uh, uh, President-elect Trump. Are they looking into what now? Well, whether uh, they're, they're looking into whether there was a former spy um, was paid by the FBI uh, to gather information on uh, when it was candidate Trump. Oh, nothing would surprise me. The FBI is corrupt. You know that. I mean, look at them and what happened in Oregon. Come on. They should be revamped, redone over. The CIA should be done away with. I mean, we've got corruption everywhere, and probably everybody's getting money under the table from everybody. So nothing would surprise me. And that's not adding much. I had six days where I really wasn't doing a lot to pay a whole lot of deep attention to everything. So. Right. Well, what we've got here um, is that, you know, with the about the leaks, and you've heard all about the leaks, is we've got this from the conservativereview.com. It says Thursday evening, on, this is our buddy. Uh, conservative evening on the radio, conservative review, editor-in-chief Mark Levin broke big news. The landmark legal foundation of which Mark Levin is president has filed, <clears throat> has filed a request with the U.S. Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court, or FISA court. Uh, the request asked, that's what I was mentioning earlier, the request asked the secret court to order an investigation into the leaking of surveillance activity conducted on members of Trump, Donald Trump's team in accordance with the rulings of FISA. The filing let Levin read cited a flurry of recent uh, published reports that show an enormous amount of leaked, amount of leaked classified information has been used for political purposes in opposition to President Donald Trump. Landmark respectfully suggests that the court sitting and uh, and bonk should direct the government to complete its investigation and report its findings to the courts within 90 days, uh, Levin read. The court should also consider whether it is appropriate 
to issue an order to all relevant federal enforcement and intelligence agencies to show cause as to why they should not be held in contempt for failing to protect the secrecy of classified information obtained pursuant to orders of this court. Landmark respectfully encourages this court to use full arsenal of legal powers available to it to resolve this matter. The Landmark Legal Foundation has got the ball rolling on a full investigation of the intelligence leaks used to undermine the current administration. Uh, and it says, will the FISA court step up to the challenge? Now, this was something that was done, I believe, uh, this article was written on the 20th, so it's, it's earlier this week. I believe it was uh, Tuesday that they filed, uh, you know, filed the request uh, for that. And so it looks like, uh, unfortunately, we had another person uh, from California. I was hoping to chime in, but it looks like, unfortunately, we lost their call. <clears throat> and I was hoping now everybody I'm going to hear from them tonight, but who knows? Uh, makes you wonder who from California, other than our good friend Kelly, uh, was listening in but did not want to make comments. So that would be interesting. Maybe I should have wrote down the, the number. But I don't do that sort of thing. I don't keep the numbers where the people uh, call to the show. It's Bob. It might be NSA Bob, you know, yes. or just somebody no, from is. that. Yeah, maybe NSA Bob is back. Yeah, NSA Bob, he's got to be back. I mean, look at we're, what we're talking about tonight. He's got to <laughs> yeah. be Well, well let's go ahead and welcome you back, Cindy. Uh, I'm glad you were able to get that taken care of. And it looks like we just got uh, us on the line. Well, on the call, we do uh, have Kelly there. And Kelly's uh, listening in. And when Kelly's ready, I'm presuming he'll push that one on his number dial. to let me uh, know he uh, wants to get in. But I do, I'm kind of curious. I mean, I, I do want to... There's times I do want to do a call screening on someone who's in there, you know, and we don't, uh, you know, and they don't push the number dial. I appreciate them listening for for certain, uh, you know, and that's if that's all they want to do, I'm fine with that. You know, of course, I'd rather them want to chime in, uh, but it does make it interesting for, you know, <laughs> for that. And especially, you know, when they call prior to, um, you know, been on for a while. Uh, but we do appreciate so if you're listening to the rest of the show and the podcast, we do. Uh, but consider next time, uh, just you know, push the one on your number dial and considering us uh, talking to you on the show. Uh, so that would be good. So anyway, so if you heard more about that, I know you've, uh, I believe you listened to Mark Levin uh, as well, Cindy and Susan. Uh, so did you hear more on on that request? Do. Uh, did we have we heard any updates? Or? No, I, I, I listened to Mark Levin. And I heard him say something about that, uh, I don't know, maybe a week or so ago. But, you know, when I when I first heard that you were going to be talking about this subject in a suit that somebody was supposed to be bringing against the Fed over the FBI, immediately what came to my mind was Judicial Watch because almost everything we know about Hillary Clinton and her emails and all that came as a result of Judicial Watch um, putting in the uh, Freedom of Information Act uh, requests and all kinds of other stuff that they did. They they did more digging and digging and digging, and I'm really surprised that it's not them that is doing this, um, but I'm not surprised that it's Levin either. So uh, either one is, uh, I, I you know, both are extremely important to our cause. 
and um, I hope that the Lord is protecting them and, and keeping them alive because we need people like them out there. But, you know, um, this is why we need laws like that, uh, you know, like the the Freedom of Information Act and things like that, because there are so many ways for our government to hide things. And, uh, and this is also something that Trump needs to deal with. He needs to get rid of Comey because as long maybe oh my Comey, gosh, uh, yes. I mean, maybe Comey isn't as bad as we think he is, but just he the fact is. that could just the fact could be even worse than we think he is. Trump needs to get rid of him because that is hanging over the conservatives' head, and it makes it makes us wonder if Trump is really going to protect his back, if he's really going to protect us, if he's really going to protect um, our, our Constitution, because this is the reason why the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, all these organizations that according to Obama, there's seven or nine of them uh, that have to, have to be able to get this information, but they're taking everybody's phone call and saving it. They're taking everybody's email and saving it, everybody's Facebook pages and saving it. They're saving billions and billions and billions of of uh of um data um, that's going out through the, the, the airways. Okay? Now they should not be allowed to take that information unless there is the same burden of proof that is required to get a warrant to come into your home and search your home. There is no excuse for us allowing them no, I agree. to tap all our phones, tap all our emails, tap all everything we do. Every social media is tapped. Okay, There's no excuse for, for us to allow them to be doing this. And it is exactly for this purpose that that is so because they have used that information against private citizens without due cause. And, and, and because of that and because they've shown themselves unworthy of the stewardship of that kind of information, they need to go down, and, and, they, and, and they need to go down hard. If we're going to keep the FBI, if we're going to keep the CIA, because we do need protection, we do need law enforcement, okay, but if we're going to keep them, we need to put them together in the same building, make them accountable to one another, and we need to have the, the congressional oversight into everything they do, and, and they need to be stopped from get, gathering information on us unless they have a warrant and due cause to do so. Um, that is what our Constitution says. What is it, the Fourth, Fifth, fourth, fifth Amendment? Which, which amendment is that? Kelly could tell us. Kelly, raise your hand. What amendment is it? Anyway, well, you know, actually, I, our... I need to call. I need to call Christina back uh, as well because she's been giving me calls. Oh my gosh, I'm messages, glad she, but... I'm glad she's not on here and me say I can't even remember which which amendment that oh, is. Oh my gosh, she would scold you oh like she would scold you like a child. Oh my gosh, I'd be excoriated. I have to Robert, hang up. How and can, shame. She'll scold me too for having you on the radio. <laughs> she'd scold yeah, me too yeah. for having you on the radio. Robert, how can yeah, you have no. people like that on your radio show? <laughs> because this is the grassroots radio show. We got grassroots people on here. You know, we're not, you know, 
professional politician. I have, I've had so much to do my whole life. I have not had time to study the Constitution and memorize it like she has. I oh, I, yeah, I'd like to have it memorized like she and Kelly does. Let me tell you. Nobody told me in school that I needed to do that. You know, nobody told me that was. You know, the, they should have. Lot. But yeah, well, that's they the point she have. makes. Is they never made. You know. Exactly. They stopped making us learn it. <laughs> and listen, I, I've certainly learned a whole lot about it in my adult life since I started teaching my children um, in 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 school. When homeschooling makes you learn a whole lot of stuff that you didn't learn in school, and, and it makes you remember more stuff because when you teach something, you remember it a lot better than if you're just trying to learn it. So, um, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yes, I've learned a whole lot more about the Constitution after I got out of school than when I was in school. That's for sure. But I just haven't had time to sit down and memorize everything. So I know what's in there. I just can't tell you exactly where to find it. (laughs) But anyway, that's the same I am with the Bible. I got all these verses memorized, but I cannot tell you the references to half of them. (laughs) So anyway. My sister um, used to be able to do that. Quote chapter verses to drive me nuts. Well, you know what? I used to be able to memorize numbers better. When I was working and I was working with numbers every day, I could remember somebody. You tell me your phone number one time, and I remembered it. And now I just haven't exercised that, and so I don't have it anymore. But anyway, um, we we have to get control over our information about our our freedoms. We have to have control over that, um, over our, our privacy again. You know, we have given over to the NSA our rights in the name of protection against Islam, basically. That's why it's happened. And that's exactly why the elite, um, and we're going to go back to the Illuminati, I guess, right here, because this connects, it connects right with Illuminati. Tying it all together. It does. It ties together. Because that's one thing that um, there's a guy named... Oh, Devron, oh, let's see, what's his name? Hang on, hang on, hang on. What is it? Devron, Dorman, Dorman, that's it, Michael Dorman. And and he he talks about, you know, he's listened to, um, he took the hour and a half it takes to listen to Lindsay's, uh, uh, Lindsay Williams's video that he's got. And according to him, um, the elites, are allowing the Muslims to come in this nation. They're allowing illegal aliens from Mexico and drug agents and all those people, drug cards, they're allowing all them to come in here, actually encouraging it um, for the express purpose of creating uh, this this, uh, lack of the security issue. Because if you can... If you can tell people they don't have their security anymore, then you get to go in and start spying on people. You get to go into the mosques and spy in there. Mm-hmm. You, get to mock, you get to spy on your everybody's phone calls. You get to spy in churches. You get to spy in um, on Facebook. You get to spy on everybody's email. You can get any kind of information you want now just in the name of security, Okay. And this this is, according to him, what part of their plan to to make their plan work. They have to be able to surveil everybody. They they have to have a big brother, um, 
uh, presence. Uh, hold on, hold on. Okay, so anyway, um, some of these people are very bitter. According to him, some of these elitists are very bitter that Donald Trump won this election. They did not want him to win at all. And oh, they've yeah. had to, they've had to uh, you know, I, I know that um, Dr. Tolbert thinks that um, he's part of it, but just just by the way they're acting in general and the things that they're doing, just I don't know. It just tells me that they don't like him. He's in the he's on the outside. Um, there's something about him that they don't like. There's too many um, people who want to try to destroy him in yeah, his administration. And, and, and they're so they've been so successful. I mean, look who look at the mainstream media how they attack him constantly. Look how uh, mm-hmm. you know the Soros demonstrations and all that. So. Anyway, they have decided, you know, some of them are, are, you know, very bitter. And then some of them have decided, okay, that it is what it is, and we need to move on. We need to revise our agenda and figure out what we're going to do next. Now, Williams claims that they have no control over Trump because he got elected by his own means. They have nothing on him. He's clean. Trump was a shock to them. Uh, they put all, you know, their money behind Hillary. And because she was going to be the obedient puppet, like I said before, she was going to bail him out when the time came to uh, crunch the economy and all that. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, that plan's been uh, been working all along. It worked in the Carter administration. It worked in the first and the second Bush administration. Now, it didn't work in the Clinton administration because of Newt Gingrich, by the way. But it worked fabulously in the Obama administration. But now, mm-hmm. according to them, their strategy isn't going to work anymore. That tells me that Trump is not um, somebody that, that's their puppet. So the elite can't afford a financial collapse right now because they, 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 Trump would come after them with fraud and banking charges, you know, banking fraud charges and all that kind of stuff. They'd lose everything. So uh, as long as they can't be bailed out, so they're they not going to take out Trump. Right, but just because they've hit a wall doesn't mean they're they aren't devising another plan to get over that wall. Oh, right. There are Certainly. still right. There are still rhinos in the Congress, and they are doing their bidding, and they will be able oh, to Paul continue Ryan. their work from <laughs> from exactly from the inside. They'll be able to continue their work. Um, I mean, we saw the plan trying to work with the Ryan Healthcare plan, right? Um, mm-hmm. But they right. were successful. Thank the Lord, they were unsuccessful. But they're going to keep trying. You can bet. Um, just thank God for the Freedom Caucus because uh, listen, everybody oh, needs to call when the he, when Freedom he... Caucus. Everybody needs to call them and and support them and say, look, I am so happy that you're there. Stand strong. Don't let those people convince you that you need to play along with them. Please, just just call your Call all the guys in the Freedom Caucus. Ron DeSantis is one of them here in, in my district. Just call his office and say, look, Cindy Todd told me you're doing a great job. Keep going. Keep going. So anyway, the elite don't really want to destroy America the way uh, the GOP elite, the, the, the type, that type of elite, the kind that the rhinos are, don't really want to destroy America. They just want to 
slowly and orderly dissolve the sovereignty of America and melt us into a one-world order. Uh, the Democrats, of course, and his, you know, Obama and his one, weather underground people and their else, they don't care how it's done. They'll they'll have us all killed. They, they need to. They all think the population is too big anyway. You can't because the population is so large that they can't just uh, they can't control us. <laughs> anyway, Williams claims that Soros positively does fund the riots and the BLM events and all that. Um, it is mm-hmm. not. Uh, it's not just rumor that you're hearing that. There is. It is true that he is doing that, and and according to them, he's not in their circles. And this kind of fits my theory that Democrats are different. That only they have no qualms about using violence and mayhem to accomplish their goal. Okay. You're Soros making that. They made that comment earlier. Yes, Soros is. So egocentric. He probably thinks he can do this all by himself. He probably thinks he can become king of the world all by himself. I, I have no doubt of it. Now, he may not be willing to, to to part, you know, with that oligarchic government thing. You know, like he doesn't want to be a part of what they have planned. They they want an oligarchy where there's there's a few dozen of them that rule everything, you know, maybe a dozen or so that rule everything. He wants to do it all by himself. He wants to be king of the world. Jeez. You know what I was just thinking? He's got a God complex. He he said himself he has. You remember that, don't you, that video where he says, I have a God complex? He actually said that. No, I have not. No, I've not seen that. I'm sorry. he, He did. So, okay, considering that, I'd say except for the fact that he's, so old and so ugly and <laughs> so unlike <laughs> he could actually be the antichrist um just by virtue of those by his actions and his ego and the kind of things he likes to do and can do and i don't know the power that he has i don't know anyway it's a thought <laughs> so anyway yeah, it's a good thing for out. us to actually huh well, yeah, I know. I know. I maybe some added Trump when when he said that, you know, about the Freedom Caucus. But um, yeah, that drove me. Uh, that drove me nuts That's, when I heard. Yeah. But, but when, now, like now he's back. Now, of course, he's backpedaled from it. You know. Yeah. Well, he had to. <laughs> he realized. Oh no, yeah, pretty much. That he realized that they're the ones with the the real uh, grassroots backing. It's not the rhinos that have the grassroots backing. Those rhinos have the backing of the people in their own uh, their own constituency, and that's about it. They have a really strong stronghold right in their hometown, in their home districts. But after that, they got nothing. It's just they all stick together, you know. I tell you what, it's a good thing for us that they're actually experiencing a lot of infighting within the Illuminati. Um, because otherwise yeah, I think they'd they are, be actually. stronger. They, they'd even be stronger if they weren't fighting amongst themselves. So, okay, what's their MO? Okay, interest rates, devaluation of currency. We talked about all those earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, 
and then there's war. You can you can create riots and war. Either way, they make a lot of money. You know how many people have made billions of dollars from wars? I mean that 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 astounds me when I look at the when I when I see, you know, historical documents about the people who get rich during wars. Mhm. Wow. Wow. And the same thing with um stock market crashes uh and re- recessions and depressions. Oh yeah, they uh the in one of those articles I posted on uh, that's now in the uh on the Bard's Logic page on Facebook. Bard's Logic Bard's Logic Political Talk page on Facebook. There's one of the articles in there uh that talks about, you know, how people were uh, and I think it's during one of our Illuminati discussions that people were actually made themselves rich off of the 1929 uh, stock market crash. Exactly. Exactly. And the, and the people that sat there um, um, at the, the, the um, in Jekyll Island that created the Fed, the Federal Reserve, that, that group of people, um, they pretty much, well, you know, they made a lot of money off of that deal. They made a lot of money off of that deal when they made the Federal Reserve Bank. There were people who, you know, what happened during that was they 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 made the way to create fake money. In other words, what happened there was they changed the whole thing around for okay before Jekyll Island if you and I put in $100 in the bank they had $100 that they could loan out to somebody else and start making interest on it they had $100 that they could go invest in the stock market and make some money off of it okay after Jekyll Island if you and I put $100 in there they get to claim that they have a hundred thousand dollars. Okay, it's like money created out of the air. They can now, on paper, only paper. There's no currency to back it up. But on paper, they can take uh, tens of thousands of dollars uh, and just say that they have it, or that they can loan it. Okay, uh, to somebody, and it's all you know. Nowadays, it's all electric electronic transfer too it's not even on paper anymore electronic transfer so (laughs) basically what they did was create for themselves uh like 10 times the amount of money uh, or 100 times the amount of money that they normally would have to loan and invest now they have all this money from nowhere out of thin air they've created it so um, that's why we have begun such – I mean, you look at the old movies, and a uh, guy walks into the the good, the good the dry goods shop, you know, the, the country store, and he picks up, mm-hmm. you know, this, that, and the other thing, picks up 10, 12 items, and he plunks down a three, $3 on the, on the table, you know, and that's, that's what he pays. Guy goes in uh, right. to stay at a hotel, flunks down 50 cents for his room, okay? That was, you know, 1800s, late 1800s, 
okay, all the way up. I mean, you even look at the movies made in the 1940s where if a guy made uh, $20 a week, he was he, he could pay for his rent and all that, okay? But look how inflation has just exploded since then. And it's because they were circulating ghost money. It's the spirit of money circulating around. Um, it's, it's not even, not even, they haven't even bothered print it at the mint. They just circulate ghost money now. There's not really any money there, but they tell you you can go spend $100,000 for your new house, you know. Um, that is what causes such great inflation. And in order to control that, they have been using interest rates and and, and fake devaluation mm-hmm. uh, practices, things like that. Um, you know, this whole gas price thing is a is a farce. That's 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 total price manipulation with that stuff. That has nothing to do with the actual um, uh, uh, how much you say a gallon of gas should cost. Yeah, it's it's not anything. Com- it's not even related to supply and demand. It, it's strictly um, a, a manipulated price thing. Food too. But anyway, um, the economic dana- damage that the Illuminati has already done may not even be able to deal with it. It may be so deeply embedded. Our debt may be so great. We may owe so many people so much money that we are not going to be able to stop the collapse. They won't be able to stop the collapse from happening. Um, Just the debt alone could kill us. Too much movement. Uh, You get all this gold. Do you know how much gold China is buying? Every time they get a spare yeah, but there's dollar. not even enough gold in the world. Uh, there's not even enough gold in the world uh, to, to take the place of the currency or the quote unquote oh, uh, money that's supposed to be in the world now. <laughs> there's no way to base absolutely. our money off of any kind of gold or, or precious metal standards. Right. Well, I was reading also that um, you know how everybody's been saying the yuan was going to take over as the the monetary the reserve. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, I thought it was the yuan, not the Chinese yuan. Is it yen? Yeah, I I think it's spelled yuan, but it's uh, it's pronounced yen, I think. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong. Anyway, okay. So, you know, there's there's a guy I was listening to said that um, that yen, whatever, is not going to be prepared to take over. Like if we were to have a collapse right now, it would be part of the collapse. It would also not. Oh yeah, be ready wouldn't. Well, because we buy so much. We, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. People are like, "Oh my gosh, the United States should worry about China." It's like, you know how much how much stuff that we buy from China. If the United States stopped buying yeah. stuff from China, there, I mean, I, I would think that their uh, their economy would collapse. I mean, heck, go yeah. to a store, and I bet nine out of ten items. I bet nine out of ten items that you pick up. Are going to say made in China in it? Just anything, yeah. just random. Go to any store. Go to J.C. Penney. Go. They'll, they'll go to Walmart. They'll be 100. percent 
But you don't go, go to any no, service, you any not, store. Hell, you can't even go to Home Depot not, when you're in You're right. But you may not be old enough to remember this, but we were saying the same thing about things made in Japan back in the 60s. Did you know that? In Taiwan in the yeah, 70s. No, everything was made in Japan or made in Taiwan. And, and we were saying the same thing. Everything coming out of Everything's coming out of Japan, and it's junk. Well, now it's everything's coming out of China, and it's junk. But people still buy it because it's the cheapest thing. So mm-hmm. now and I, would buy, and I would pay an extra couple bucks for, for anything to, to, to make sure it's made in America. You just can't find it. That's my thing. I'd pay Me more too. because it's made in America, but you can't find it. It's like exactly. if you want to go shopping and you want to buy something, it's I mean, you could not buy hardly anything if it doesn't say chi- made in China on the back. Absolutely. And, and you know, maybe um, maybe Trump will be able to stop some of that. Um, well, let's hope. I'm kind of tired of it. But here, even if, you know, if everything I picked up, you know, practically said, again, made in China, I mean, made in Japan, made in China, not China, God, I keep saying that, made in Taiwan, I wouldn't feel as bad about buying it. Because at least my money's going to an ally. You know, like Taiwan's an ally. Yeah. But sending yeah. it to someone who hates the United States, that's what pisses right. me off. But it's kind of exactly. a catch-22. The catch-22 in that you don't want to give them your money because they hate us. But then again, we want to give them their money, because, our money, because they're dependent on us for our money. Once they're stumping, that's my, my biggest concern with China, is that they find someone else to buy their crap instead of us. Because mm-hmm. if they can find someone like the Russians or the India, oh, my God, could you imagine if they, if, if they got the India to buy their stuff instead and they didn't need us anymore? That's when we'll be screwed. Yeah, because, you know, if they're like, well, we're just not going to sell the United States anymore because we got India buying our stuff. Once they get get all the money out of us, then they can just come over here and pretty much take us over because they're going to call all our loans due. We're we're into them for so many billions of dollars, it's ridiculous. But here's the thing. All they have to do is come over here and call out their loans. Well, you know, people, you hear about that. Oh, what if China calls, calls back the loan? Yeah, right. Do they really expect us to pay it? And, and here's the thing. No, Can they that's make what us I'm pay saying. It? They're, gonna, they're no. not going to. They're <laughs> going to take our collateral. What's our collateral? Our, our stuff. Our land. They're going to yeah. take our land, uh, well, our land, our buildings. We have politicians who will give it to them, and unfortunately, uh, we do. <laughs> now, with, well, hopefully with Trump, that's something that would be stopped. Hillary Clinton, she'd sell every piece of land in the United States to a foreign country, and I think. Sure. sure. Absolutely. That way we become, uh, we lose our sovereignty. That's their whole plan. Lose the sovereignty. Become part of the world, you know, the world. And I think and that's hey, why they don't, don't want think, us having automatic weapons. And if you don't think there's Chinese in the Illuminati, you think again. They're there. Yeah, I- yeah, I mean, as I said, I think that's why they don't want us having automatic automatic weapons. You don't need an automatic mm-hmm. weapon to hunt. You're right, I don't. I need an automatic weapon just in case the government turns on us. And then they want to make you sound like you're crazy for thinking that. You know what? The government has turned on, you know, history is replete with examples of the government turning on its people. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You talk about gun yeah. confiscation, you know, and, and 
uh, all the things they can do to us to to take away our ability to protect ourselves, you know. Mm-hmm. And we are private. Mm-hmm. Now, they're, they're, they're talking about taking away the 5013C status of um, churches, you know. And uh, if that happens, they're going to throw people really even further into, onto the mercy of the government because that's going to cause almost an immediate uh, statistical well, well, increase well, in on the government. Well, are they going to get rid of that? Or uh, I thought Trump's just looking to repeal what's called the Johnson Amendment, which would allow uh, churches and stuff to endorse uh, political candidates. I thought I didn't no, know they were talking I, about getting rid heard, of five. I heard, I heard that they were also going to. That they were also talking about getting rid of five hundred one three C, but I don't think they'll uh, get away with it right now. I, I think the churches, the people in the churches, I think would finally get in an uproar once you tap in. Once you get uh, the church member mad that he might be losing his favorite church then you're going to wake up that sleeping giant. So I don't think they want to wake the sleeping giant right now. But anyway, only only Trump can waylay that anyway. Uh, if the rhinos wanted to do that, they'd have it done. It, it'll be up to Trump to make that sort of thing stop. He won't, he'll have to say, I'm not going to sign this bill, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is definitely not the time to drop out of politics and go to sleep. You know, but if oh, no. you're like no, me, you don't have a lot of time to spend on it, so it's scary. <laughs> I'm well, the thing is, I, yeah, right, you don't want to think people, well, you know, Trump's got elected, now we can just relax. Actually, I tell you what, I think we got to work harder because he's got so many forces against him. I mean, he's got more, well, I think he's got more forces against him now than when he was running. You're right. And our, our um, REC chairman here in, in Volusia County has really stepped up the pace. I mean, he hasn't slowed down one iota since the election. We've had one uh, demonstration after the other, and every time Soros's little people came over here and, and tried to get up a little demonstration, we would be out there counter-demonstrating. And, and every Good time Ron DeSantis comes to town, those people have their little website, and they, they, they email everybody, go to the... Go to the DeSantis thing and, and make a lot of noise. And then we have to show up there and make more noise than them. You know, we have to support Ron. So um, we're as busy or busier now than we were during the election. Oh, yeah, because they're going to do anything. They're going to do everything. I, but, see, that's why I don't know about, you know, Trump being part of the, the New World Order or anything, because they're trying everything they can to discredit, and, to discredit him. Yeah, we'll see. Either that or they're just really making a good – they're just really good doing it upright. It. Yeah, they're just really doing it upright. <laughs> I mean, you no, can treat know. this stranger than fiction sometimes. Well, yeah, that's true, but I don't – I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I really think that – I mean, I really think that the people actually put in Donald Trump. I mean, I really do. I mean, they – for one, I mean, they did everything they can to suppress the vote. You know, by saying, oh, you know, making it seem like, oh, it's a, you know, Hillary Clinton's going to win. You know, there's, you know, basically no chance for Trump to win. And here he comes back and he, he wins it. And they're still hammering him. You know, I mean, I, I, I think, if, you know, they would let him, uh, 
you know, if he was part of something, you would think they'd just let it go. We're like, well, okay, well, we lost. Uh, let's go ahead and, you know, support our president and then let him do whatever if he's, if he's under control of these under the control of these people. I mean, that's kind of my take on it. Yeah. Well, let me give you my last word because it's almost time to close. Um, yes, it is. And, uh, real quick, and then uh, real quick before you do, uh, Susan did have to go, uh, and so she wants to say goodbye to everyone. Of course, we always want to thank Susan for, for uh, her contribution and coming to the show. Uh, let's God definitely put some uh, thoughts out for her because she's been going through some things. Yeah. Glad she was here for as long as she was. Yeah, me too. But go, go ahead. We got uh, about we got a couple minutes right to close things out. Go ahead. All right. Well, jeez, uh, where do I start? This world is still very volatile. Okay, regardless of who's the president and who won, we're still in big dog doo doo. Um, we need to go ahead and expect a collapse, even you know whether we do or ha- don't have one. It's it's only going to matter of time anyway because, I mean, if you're a Christian like me, which I realize you're not, but Christians like me know what the Bible says, that this is going to happen. There is going to be a financial, a world financial collapse. There is going to be a one-world government, and it's going to be ruled by someone called the Antichrist, or at least we call him the Antichrist. Um, he won't be called Antichrist by the rest of the world, but... Um, it's just a matter of time, and eventually it is going to happen, but it seems like we're getting a reprieve by God for some reason. Heaven, I don't know, maybe he's going to give us a chance to uh, repent from what we've been doing, particularly with the way we've been killing babies. Anyway, um, since since all that really is in the in the future, we need to keep working and we need to keep preparing it, you know, keep doing our job, keep stocking up on our food and our gold and our guns and ammo and be ready to protect ourselves and our family and, you know, what, what whatever you need to live when the, you know, the what, the it fit, hits the fan, you know, um, <laughs> we, need, we need to be ready. If, if you want to survive, you, you win by not giving up and not relaxing, you know, not not being complacent, not going to sleep. So anyway, that's that's my take. We we uh we got a lot of work to do and I think as Christians, uh as people who love freedom, even if you're not a Christian and you love freedom, um you you got to work for freedom. Freedom isn't free. Well, and, uh, it's really good uh, to hear you uh, on the show tonight. Um, you know, I mean, I kind of like doing Friday night shows, uh, one, because I normally don't have work the next day. Uh, however, I have been working some Friday nights, uh, so it wouldn't be something I'd be able to be, uh, you know, doing a lot at this point, at least during the baseball season, because I'd work at the uh, the local uh, teams or the home teams uh, stadium every once in a while, the, the money I make there. Uh, curtail some of the costs of my daughter's tuition. So I've been doing that and been doing that uh, more yeah. uh, to do that because her tuition is not cheap. Uh, but anyway, no. so, but I like to do some more, you know, Friday shows if, if I can, uh, for one, because especially when I don't have to go to work the next day. But anyway, I do need to close things out. And I want to thank everyone for coming to the show. And definitely, you know, I am with my cough again. <clears throat> Boy, I made it so far. But anyway, 
uh, thank you for coming to the show, and uh, we'll see you next time, which will probably be again for live on uh, next Wednesday. Uh, but we'll see about doing some some Friday shows. Just uh, you know, as we say, life happens. Uh, but of course, uh, yep. we'll uh, continue on as you suggested. Uh, Zinni, I want to thank everyone uh, who's even come on and didn't chime in, and we'll talk to you later. So we'll end tonight as I do every night, and that is what that song for uh, the song. From Aubrey Ashburn, and you can hear more of her music by going to www.aubreyashburn.com. So take care, folks. We'll see you again, and good night. Night.